Hello, sports fans, and welcome back to the United States of Sports Podcast. I'm one of your hosts here with Nick, Jake, and Reggie, and the newest member of our podcast, Simon. Now, thank you all for listening, and without further ado, let's begin. Before we get started with our first segment, I'd like to announce that we have a new member, Simon. Simon, would you like to say anything? Uh, I'm happy to be here. We're happy to have you. So let's get started with the NBA segment. And first, we'll go weekly hot takes. All right. All right, all right. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. The Lakers will make a comeback and finish in the top five. Top five? I get- yes. Like power rankings? Like top five. It's top, top five. five in the the West or like in the West? The West. They're going to make it the like West. the second round. Second. Oh, the. Okay. It's a hot take for a reason. All right. I guess I'll go next. My hot take is that the Red Hot Hawks, who are on a six game win streak, will fly in, no pun intended, and they'll snatch a play in spot if they keep the core intact. Like, so if they don't trade um, Gallinari, if they don't trade Bogdanovich, if they don't trade Collins. Yeah, they'll honestly, I could use I could easily see that. Oh wait, no, I didn't say play. I, meant, I think they should I meant trade play, the Collins, though. I meant playoff spot, not play in spot. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, make. It's very possible. They've been very active with trades lately. And the six game win streak. You know, everyone sees them. Look at the standings, but you gotta look at that win streak. Who says they're not gonna? Who says they're gonna lose soon? And Trey Young's been nice. Yeah. Trey Young's always been me, nice. Uh, yeah. Let me get mine. So I said Chris Paul is still very underrated and is in the MVP conversation. He's been getting so many assists the past couple games. Yeah. It's it's like I feel like no one's like had him in them. Like no one talks about it. People talk about Jokic and Beat starting to get it. KD was in it for a long time. But the difference is the difference is that maybe not KD, but for Jokic, Jokic is the entire organization of the Nuggets. Um, Embiid is the 76ers because Ben Simmons is obviously yeah, out. Yeah, what, what were the what were the Suns before Chris Paul was there? That's yeah, they weren't anything without. Chris That's Paul. very true. That's very true. The MVP and now this they're year the best team. So many MVP. people, it's like four people deserve the MVP this year. It's crazy. The thing is, I feel I feel like it's not even that there's so many like great players. I feel like that. I feel like Kate. Like it's just that a lot of people have been struggling. Like I feel mm-hmm. like Steph was it the obvious pick in the beginning just had a massive slump mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but i feel like people need to and, assess the mvp as the who which player out of all these players that have been great this year uh, have been really the most valuable to their team like some yeah. yes it's have been you know getting large stats yeah. but just That's why which, the mvp yeah look at look at Jokic's stats without him mm-hmm. exactly I feel like the nuggets would not be where they are you could argue same thing with draymond and the same thing with Embiid. Yeah, Draymond's not. No, Draymond's no. not even. The Sixers Draymond's would have like even, maybe thirty-five wins without Embiid. Draymond's not top ten in the MVP ladder, despite he should be. been struggling. Draymond and should be top. Should be top five. What is he? In he's carrying. He, he's carrying the number one defense in the NBA. Yeah. What is he in defensive player of the year? Top probably. Player. Probably like top. Has to be number one. I have. I have him as defensive player of the year. I think I said that first podcast episode. I think. Might have been, might have been um, Giannis, but anyone not give their 
Did anyone not give their hot take? Jake. So yeah, for, for mine, I said that the Bulls are going to fall uh, big in the standings. Mm-hmm. I think I think that just with all the injuries and, I mean, three and seven in the last ten, just going through some really rough games. I think, I mean, you know, DeMar has obviously, you know, had his MVP season, but I just don't think they're getting as much out of guys like Vucevic and just all the injuries. I think it's just unraveling in Chicago. Yeah, especially with Lonzo out and Kobe White, you know, you don't know if he's going to be your your starting point guard for the future. And Caruso, Caruso out yeah, Caruso's too. Caruso's hurt. Caruso, lost, what's that, that guy's was, name? Patrick Williams for the year. Patrick Williams I mean, for the year. The top six teams are all really close, mm-hmm. and then you have to consider, and you have to consider that the Nets are also injured. The I mean, Sixers even even you could consider top seven. The Hornets are only two games behind the 76ers. If you look yeah. at, yeah, it, even if really, even if you. That's still three games behind the Bulls. Even That's if you go deeper, though, game. the Celtics, the Raptors, and the Hawks. The Celtics, the Celtics probably aren't catching up, though. Yes. No, I'm not yeah. just not not catching up to the Bulls, but as in like getting up within top six, six, seven. The Celtics, the Raps, Raptors, and the Hawks could all get up there. If well, I see the Raptors blowing up their team, yeah, I really yeah. don't see the Raptors. I don't or the see Wizards. the Raptors blowing up their team. I don't. I, I just don't know. Why would There's the Ra- reason for them to do that? Yeah, the Raptors a lot of young talent. The, Rap- the Raptors are a young team. They're in a play. If I blow up their team, I mean, like, trade Siakam. No. Get rid of- why would they do that? Because so- they don't need Siakam. Uh, but why would they do that? Need? Yeah. Because it just builds it- around Anunoby and scary. How does that help Gary them? Trent Jr. How does that help them when they could make a playoff? Or- not, a- not a run, but they could make the playoffs. Why would they, why would they go for the play if they're going to lose right away? Who says they're gonna because lose right away? That it just shows their team development. Yeah, and the like garbage that. last year. It's like, well, they they basically had a pretty similar roster two years ago, and they made the four seed. Mm-hmm. There's just that last year they're injured, and Siakam had a but down. But they have the same Siakam roster, but the East back. got much better around them. True, the East did get better. It did get better, but I don't think that's the main reason. I think it's just inconsistencies with their top players. I feel like Siakam after that. Playoff that rough playoff season. The Raptors also have it. some locker room issues of Goran Dragic showing mm-hmm. up to Heat games. So, yeah. I mean, and Joe, what's uh, your hot take? I think, oh, I gave mine already. The Hawks. Oh, I didn't go yet. Oh yeah, Simon. What's oh, yours? Yeah, Simon. Oh yeah, my hot take is that I think the Cavs are gonna get eliminated in the first round. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't, don't think yeah, I didn't I like Mark three. I feel in a team like even the Celtics. Are gonna adjust to that really quickly in the playoffs. Like imagine putting Laurie Markin in on Tatum. Tatum's gonna score like forty-five a game. Sixty. Yeah. I, I can easily see that considering like if you look at the standings as of now. Well, Celtics, the, I can see beating them. Hornets, I can see beating them. Sixers, I can see beating them. With the Cavs, stop Jalen Brown. No. Like I don't think the Celtics are gonna go anywhere, but I still think they're gonna beat the Cavs in like five. I know that's what I mean. Especially that's, the, that's Cavs, debatable. Like the Knicks of last year, they have. Yeah. It's just they're gonna lose. The they have no. Round. They really, they really don't have that much playoff experience. I don't besides think they have any. Yeah, do that. No, besides well, oh, love. Besides, outside of love and Rondo, love and Rondo. Rondo. Yeah, and Rondo. I also they think they're kind nothing. of like the Mavs of last year. They don't have any playmaking outside of Luca. I mean, they I have mean, Rondo. But no, but Luca's Luca was a one man show last year with the Mavs. The Luka, the Cavs have. The, I think, yes, Luka's the Cavs, having, I don't know who said it, but whoever said it from here, that they're the Knicks of last year, I 100% agree. They had a Thank good regular you. season, but, um, you know, they peaked, they're going to fall off, and they don't have playoff experience besides love. Yeah. 
Like the Knicks are dead. Luca had like an old time great playoff performance last year. It's just a matter of fact of the team falling. I don't see anyone on the Cavs being close to where he was. The Cavs have yeah. a good team have good team basketball. The Mavericks are complete opposites. Mm-hmm. All, all right. right. Uh, next the game of the week. Yeah, game of the week. Uh, I think we'll I'd, all say Clippers Wizards for me at least. I had I had Lakers versus Hornets yesterday. Yeah, I had Lakers versus Hornets. Yeah, I took the Clippers Wizards one. Yeah, a lot of uh, there, there were a bunch of good games this week, but that that Clippers game. I mean, thirty five point comeback. I mean, it's unheard of most of these days. I wouldn't call it a comeback. It's a comeback plus a horrible yeah. um choke. Like you, you need, I don't. You need the Heimlich maneuver and CPR right there. What kind of choke was that? Thirty-five. Honestly, I don't see, I don't see comebacks as entertaining as close games throughout. Yeah, like, like the, the Hornets, Hornets game versus yeah. Lakers was like on it, the, it was yeah. like the wire. It was like, like close Westbrook to the is having like Westbrook is just actually like Jordan. He was just making every shot towards. And then Miles Bridges and Lamella Ball showed how good their chemistry was. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. It's like maybe, obviously with maybe Westbrook's back, like it, you can think about. Like that, obviously but. with LeBron, it would have been a different story, but it's fine. The the it, it just it it's good to know that Westbrook still has it in it. He's still be Westbrook's been player. getting a little better the past couple of games, but I I still can't see him being that guy. Right, that would um, change the season. Next topic: Player of the Week. Anyone want to go first? You know, Jake, you want to go first on this one? Uh, hold on. Uh, Reggie, you go first. All right. I had Anthony Edwards just had crazy upside this season. And then, especially in the last week, I think he had 27 and 10, two twice, which is just monstrous. He's completely changed the Minnesota franchise around. Like, before, there, people were wondering if they could be, like, if, if they're just going to be a failed duo. Mm-hmm. Now with Anthony Edwards, they're just a changed team. The entire culture is different. For me, yeah. I'm going Jokic. I agree. I mean, no, yeah, sorry, I... not, Jok- not, not Jokic. I meant Embiid. Sorry. Joel Embiid. Now getting to the main part of our NFL NBA segment, sorry. We have the Celtics trending up. Tatum out of his slump right now. He's proving a top 15 player. All right. Yeah, so, I think he's been really playing well recently. But they're not really moving up in the standings, which is pretty questionable from doing all this it's work. Like, they're not moving up in the standings. So he had back-to-back good games for, for, besides that he's been playing really bad. Yeah, but I mean, the fact that, you know, what's different between now and uh, before is that when Brad Stevens was head coach, it wasn't, it wasn't, or even earlier this season, that it seemed like the Celtics play was based on getting Tatum the ball more than time. And now I think Yudoka is emphasizing playmaking more yeah. for Tatum. And I think that's why he's really improved. And they've, uh, they've and what well, you were saying about all these points, but they're only ninth in the East or eighth in the East now, but. 
Like, well, it's not really. I think helping. I think it's a large part of because they're slow start, but they're they're slowly moving up. What were they like? They were like twelfth or thirteenth a couple days ago. Yeah, and and hey, if they make a big, uh, a big push at trade deadline to try and trade for, you know, a guy that could really impact them on the roster, they could they could make a play for one of those. A top six and not have to play for a playing spot or not make mm-hmm. the playoffs. The problem is, though, if they want an impactful player, they're not to get rid of Robert Williams, Marcus Smart, Jason. That's I mean, true. Sure. Or draft Jaylen capital, Brown, which is also important good. to their core. I don't Nobody think you trade Jalen Brown. I nope. think Jalen Brown should be off limits for almost pretty almost any trade. Yeah. Um, I would look into moving him. You can get some good assets for him. No. J- Jalen Brown. Tatum. Jalen Brown is a star. You don't you don't separate the oh moving into our next thing, but Celtics, you don't separate um the best young duo, which Tatum and Brown have proved they are. Uh, I just you don't have Bradley Beal. Jalen Brown. I don't have Tatum in my top fifteen. Your top fourteen. Fifteen. Thirteen. Okay. Who do you have ahead of him? All right, so Giannis, Katie, Steph, Jokic, Jane, O'Brien. Luca, Joel, Jimmy, PG, Carden, mm-hmm. CP3, Lillard, Lillard, Davis. Is Lillard I don't know really about Paul than, George, and I don't I mean, know about Lillard this year. Lillard? That's about Lillard. I mean, no, I don't think there's no, any way Lillard's be been better than him this year. Uh, if you mean this year, yeah, but yeah. if you're talking about but that's what you're talking about. You're not, well, you're you're talking, not talking about top about, ten this year. Uh, top fifteen. You're not talking this about year. all. You know what? Um, no, Tatum's not top fifteen because Magic Johnson's better than him. I mean, you could put Carmelo Anthony. In I thought you meant top then. fifteen. I thought you meant top fifteen in the NBA. You know what? Why don't we say yes, Blake? Yes, we are talking about that, but well, not well, not all time. Why don't we say Blake Griffin? I don't. I don't mean it all time. Why don't we say Blake Griffin's number 25? Because he was good once. Blake yeah, Griffin's not top you, you don't understand what I'm talking about. I know, I'm sorry. If you're talking about output, if you're talking about statistical output this year, then yeah, Tame's top 15. But if you're talking about Yeah, Dame's averaging players, 24 and 7 in a flunk. If you're just talking about top 15 players. But no, but you say he's a, he's in a slump, but look at Tatum's numbers. Tatum's numbers are amazing, and he was he's in a slump too. So if you average that in a slump. You just said he's not in a slump though. No, I said at the beginning of the season, Tatum was in a slump. So if he's averaging those crazy numbers while he's in a slump, what he's do you think is going to happen? Two more, he's averaging two more poor points a game than Damian Lillard. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not talking about Damian Lillard right now. I'm talking about Tatum because you said Tatum's yeah, in a slump. You just made a whole argument about why he's worse than Damian Lillard. I didn't give an argument. I just didn't understand what you were saying Like because we had different you know, ways of top 15. You were saying you were trying to say like top fifteen, just like plays. I'm saying right now top fifteen, like statistically. Yeah, I, I do mean I do mean if you're, yeah if that was statistical output then yeah you can yeah. But I'd, I'd still say cat. You could put Draymond. You should still put. Mm-hmm. I so that's around fifteen, I think. All right. So now for the Celtics, I just want to have one stat: uh, defensive rating. Celtics are number four, and net rating. The Celtics are number nine. So I think all this is as of recently, and even though their record, it they they're still obviously they're the ninth seed, but they're moving up. They've won, I think I got, I got deleted from it got deleted six from the document. Yeah, six of their, six of their no, last ten. Or, yeah, six of their last ten. Um, I mean they they've been beating good teams. It's not like they're they're not beating good teams. So it's definitely possible. But and I think now the problem is the East is so much better than them. They just they're not going to be able to win. Uh, that's debatable. 
it, it's a lot better. It is a lot better than, but I, I don't think it, like it's impossible to win games for them. Like they could, they could still like win a Hornets lot of games. So, like even the Hornets, I rather have. I think the Hornets would beat them in a series. The Hornets would beat the Hornets. Hornets would beat us in a play-in, but I don't think they'd beat them in a in a series. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. Gonna I think through. Celtics have too much experience compared to the Hornets. Yeah, Celtics would probably the, the lose. Magic, the Magic could beat the Heat in a play-in game because it's only one game. Yeah. That's the thing, because if you have a really inconsistent team, like the Celtics were in the beginning of the year, they could lo- they could beat the they could beat the the Nets, but they would lose to like the Thunder or not sorry not Thunder, an East team like the Pacers. But in a series, it's more Celtics is, like they're not going to be a top four team, and everyone nah. in top four, is, maybe except for Cleveland, yeah, is going to be in a four. Five series. and six are much better. The Nets and the Seventy yeah, Sixers, but destroyed the Celtics aren't going to stop. Uh, they aren't going to beat the Nets or the Sixers because. No one, yeah. no one stopped the big three on the road, and yeah. they don't have anyone to stop Embiid. Now, move, moving on to, um, like, how they're going to stop players. Will they make a playoff push at the trade deadline? So, will they get better players to stop teams like the Nets, the Bulls, the Sixers, the Heat? They're going to get no. better. They could get better players, but they're going to give up their core, so it's going to hurt them. I, don't, I, don't, I really don't think you have to give up their core because it's not like you're looking you for a third – because here, this is what, what I think. What valuable players do they have, though? No, but see, this is what I think. You just need, like, ro- not rotation players, but, like, role players. You don't need to get a star. Because like the, Pacer, the Pacers, I think they, I think it was Justin Holiday. They wanted to trade for two, for, two second-round picks. The Celtics would easily give up two second-round picks for Justin Holiday. Yeah, but it's Justin Holiday. What's he going to do in the playoffs? It's going to be better than that. What is he averaging, like, 10 points a game? That's better than getting, like, two points a game from I don't Aaron see, I don't see them winning. I don't see them winning a playoff series unless major injuries happen. Unless they versus the Cavs. If you play the Cavs, I think you win a playoff series. I think if you play the Hornets, you win a playoff series. But but you're not going to play them. You're going to play them in the play-in tournament. Yeah. As of yeah, right now. Play. As of now. As of now. The standings are probably think... not going to shift that much. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I think the East is going to open up with KD being in. Not, not I really do up, think so that like, the East will – the standings will be a lot different than they are now to the end of the year because I believe, like you said, the, the Bulls have been trending down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Nets, yeah, the Nets have had injuries with the, you know, and the Kyrie situation. Yeah. So, I mean, and 76ers have been really good. So, I, I don't know. I think it, I think it's going to be. But I different. think the top of the East, like the Heat and the Bucks, are going to finish the top two spots. Yeah, those are going to be top two. But the Sixers and the Celtics the are not playing one of those teams, and it's going to be very rough for them. Most likely, but you know, you never know. You know, maybe at the deadline they improve a little bit. You know, maybe they, they they kind of get their flow. Maybe you they understand Udaka's system. Udoka, however however he wants his name pronounced. Maybe they understand his systems more. But it's all up in the air. No, yeah, no one wants teams trending down. Richard and two second round picks. I mean, yeah, they don't have any trade down. value. The, no, but what you have is down. no, but they're the players they were linked to. They were linked to John Collins. They were linked to players. Well, you're gonna have to give up like Marcus Smart, a couple firsts, for and John Collins because you have no assets. You give like Marcus Smart, a couple firsts, maybe like Josh Richardson or Dennis Schroeder. You don't want Josh Richardson. And you have no team. I promise you, they don't want Josh Richardson. <laughs> You guys have like no assets out of Marcus Smart and Dennis Schroeder. But this you undervalue Marcus Smart and Dennis Schroeder. Marcus Smart, the box score, he's like Draymond. The box score doesn't show it. That, yeah, but it's Dennis Marcus Schroeder, Smart. He's not a valuable asset. He's a salary filler. Dennis Schroeder is a salary filler. He, Marcus Smart's not gonna win you a playoff game. Yes, yeah. he is. Marcus Smart yeah. is going to win. I don't think you've went um you've watched any Celtics 
um, yeah, playoff highlights. Thing in the NBA is threes. Can Marcus Smart hit threes? Um, very streaky. But uh, exactly. next next topic after the Celtics rant, the Knicks trending down. They're on a losing streak. Um, I think most of us Knicks fans have seen this coming. It's last year was definitely exceeded expectations way too much. I feel bad for the for Knicks fans. And now to bring up a real talking point: if Tom Thibodeau should be top fired. Yes, I really don't think he should be because yes, I should. I just think. I, I think it's too instant of a decision, and I think it was the same thing with giving Randall that huge contract. It, no, I mean, Thibodeau is it's not funny instant enough. Decision. You guys are like, funny enough, you history, guys are like praising him last year. I think history has proven that he should be fired. I was very high in him last year, but he seems because he's not playing and he his rotations don't make sense. He's um, not making changes. If Randall's struggling. He's yeah. continuing to play Randall all these minutes, and it just. But he, it's not that. his fault he doesn't have the defensive players of last year. That's true. He, true. You know, Jason I mean, got, yeah, Bullock, Peyton. I mean, as much as, trust me, everybody was down on Hated Alfred Peyton last year. Defense. But the, the defensive tenacity he brought to that Nick team who, like, got them to the playoffs. And I but don't think I they think realize that. I think if the, the like, you know, the fanatic Nick fans, if, they, the, if he's the defensive coach, like the amazing defensive top 10 coach he is, why doesn't he make these players better? Why doesn't he you know like force some defense into them? Because then that's not how it works. They care. You could make a you could you could make a player play defense overnight. They gotta put that. I'm not saying I'm not saying overnight, but you could push him to put more effort. Forty-eight six seven for no reason. You couldn't stop <laughs> yeah. a stop sign. Well, listen, I mean, when they play guys, you could tell when guys like Grimes are on the floor and Burks and McBride. They the, the defense is much better. But you know what? Well, the problem is that they're the not Knicks on the, the floor because Thibodeau overplays his players. Exactly, he's playing Fournier too much, and and I mean, listen, he, there have been that's, games that's, where he has where he has played well, or you know, he has gone well with Randall and has had a good game, but he's just not playing he's on the defensive miss. side he's of the ball. He doesn't. He doesn't learn from his mistakes. The thing that basically cost him his career was overplaying Derrick Rose. They were up like 10 in that game in the fourth quarter. Then there's no point of him being in the game. They played him. He tears his ACL. There goes your MVP. There goes your I still think he has PTSD from that. Yeah, I think it like changed Tibbs' view on playing young players a lot. But that doesn't mean you no, over. That doesn't mean you overplay. They didn't change his view at all. He now he just yeah, overplays every player. He just hasn't learned from him because he did no, the same thing with Jimmy Butler. Now he's scared of playing young players. All these young players deserve minutes and not getting them. Well, listen, I mean, it started last year. He gave minutes to guys like Emmanuel Quickly and Obi Toppin last year. And now they lost their minutes. And now, yeah, now Quickly. I mean, people, well, people were questioning, you know, why didn't they start Quickly last year? Why didn't they start Quickly? And he had a great year last year. But look at the defense that Peyton provided. And you play that defense with that starting lineup and they excelled every night. Jake. Hayden was a liability on offense. But, it, but I take like, the defense, defense, I take so the defense over offense. the offense any day. And when you look at the Knicks last uh, four games, uh, last couple of uh, losses, three of, yeah, three, of their top, uh, three of their losses have gone to the top four teams in the East. Yeah, the Knicks do have the second hardest schedule in the league right now. That's not that's a problem, too. Because if you can't beat the top teams, then you're not serious. 
That's true. Yeah, and it also the- brings up talks. What are the Knicks going to do at the trade deadline? And should the Knicks give the keys to R.J. Barrett? Because he's been improving a lot lately. Yeah, R.J. RJ Barrett's improving drastically. I think he's the future of the Knicks. But I, I yeah. really – I think the, the Knicks aren't contending this year, unfortunately. I hate to break it to you. I think you trade the veterans. I mean, Kemba and Fournier, they weren't – I wouldn't call them horrible, but not the best yeah. offseason additions. A team like the Mavericks, like a contending team, would love Fournier because he can shoot. They would love no. they would they would love Kemba as well, a ball handler that could score. Yeah. What I'm thinking is trade Fournier to the Cavs because they because they need a secondary ball handler besides Garland and take on Ricky Rubio's contract so you can free yeah. up all that cap space for next season. And is, potentially is Rubio a free agent this is Rubio yeah. a free agent this year? And he doesn't and have the any contract match perfectly. They're both 17 million. Swap mm. the contracts. We'll take the Knicks will take on Rubio, who's not gonna play. Yeah. Let Walker resign him for cheaper, and then you have all that extra cap space. I would not do that because if you're trading away veterans, I would want draft capital. You're going to get draft capital. You're obviously. But, but why would I want to take on a guy like Ricky Rubio when, when if you're talking about a guy like Tibbs who plays his veterans too much, then that's exactly what he would do to Rubio. Rubio's hurt. For Rubio's hurt. hurt. Did you so not then t- why are you even taking him? Because, because you don't want bro, bro, you don't. You, bro, you, yeah, you, you, you calm down a little bit. You did all that cap space after. He is on a one-year deal. The, Nick, after, the Knicks after we pay him like a, a few million dollars for the rest of the year. He's right, done. The, yeah, the the Knicks unfortunately they're not winning this year. So why waste Fournier? Or not? It's not even wasting Fournier because he's not doing anything. So get rid of Fournier. You get Rubio, who's not going to play. It's get the same of- thing. It's the same thing as having Fournier. That he he's not hurting you or helping you. That's and then the right now the Knicks are in very serious trade talks with the Sacramento Kings to trade mm-hmm. Randall there. Yeah, which. The Knicks fans really would be interested in Buddy Heels, Harrison Barnes, or Holmes, which would be interesting. Would it, would, how, how would it be to make the contract? So it could be like Barnes, Heald, maybe like a first-round pick? Yeah, it's or, something like that. Yeah. But and then for, for the Rubio trade, you were saying, you could do Fournier for Rubio, and you get maybe and a like pick, a first. A, Rubio and a first. first, and maybe you second. get someone like low, like um, Windler, or... Yeah, like one of those type. Yeah, another young player. Like, that Another player, yeah. Get get Taco Fall. Taco Fall. I think he's on a G League contract. He's on a G. Oh, my boy Taco. All right. Now we're talking about teams trending down. We have the Washington Wizards. The the Wizards are trash. Oh wait, sorry. I just want to mention. I I just want to mention one more thing. Before we get to the Wizards, I just want to mention Julius Randle regressing like drastically, and I think his most improved player was a hundred percent a fluke. No, he deserved the most improved player last year. But the problem with Randall was he did really good when there was no fans. The more fans started coming in, the worse he got. That's why so, he would. That's why he would be great in a team like Sacramento. He can't handle the pressure of New York, he the, can't biggest, handle the pressure biggest city the in sports. Yeah, but when you say he didn't deserve the most improved player, I think he very much did deserve the award. It's just no, he yes, didn't, he didn't say that he didn't deserve it. He said that was yeah, a his fluke season. his sta- his. Stats were fluke. Like, okay, he got he deserves the award for those stats, but those stats were a fluke. Because he's been yeah. he's been like pretty bad ever since. Like in normal circumstances, he wouldn't have gotten it. Yeah. And yeah. also, one thing I was talking about Simon with uh watching a Knicks game a couple of days ago. Have you ever seen Julius Randle make his second free throw or or make his first free throw? <laughs> you all he Any never makes throw. two, yeah. He makes never he never makes two pairs of free throws. He missed the first like the Knicks the last night. They missed 12 free throws last night. So yeah. Might want to bring in a new Thank free throw coach. All right, now we'll go to yeah, the Wizards' magic wearing off. Should they blow up the team? No, they should, but they're not going I'm, to. 
Just trade Beal for Sasson. The Wizards won't blow it up. They're gonna be like, oh, like, oh, the East is just good this year. Next year we'll re-sign Beal to to a five-year contract. We'll lock in. Everyone's gonna be healthy, and we're gonna be a playing team. <laughs> That's their mindset. It's weird. Yep. That's their mindset. Like the only player to really blow, blow up on the team is Bradley Beal. They have no other assets to blow up like that. The only other assets I noted were Montrose Harrell. Kuzma I would keep. But is he really trade. no, but when you think about if you're blowing up a team, you keep a young player who's the who's the star future of the team. Is Kuzma really a star? Is he the future of yeah. the team? No, he's not. He's I think if you gave him to the round though. I think if you gave him to the right coach, like I, that's why I want him to go to the Spurs for Demar. I think if you gave him Popovich, then mm-hmm. now would be a great fit. Yeah, Kuzma could be an insane defender if like. He how old? Is, how old is Kyle Kuzma? Twenty seven. Twenty six. Twenty six. Twenty five. Twenty six. Hold on, let me do this. He's twenty six. I have it on my phone. He's twenty six. Twenty six. He's averaging fifteen point seven, eight point nine, and two point nine assists. I mean, those aren't those aren't bad numbers by any means, but I wouldn't call those star numbers. Especially trade, but he's like at twenty six wow. already. That's that's good. That's solid starter minute uh, numbers. Those aren't star numbers. Rocks, I'd call I him that. Kuzma. What I didn't hear. Because KCP is a good defender. If I were the Hawks, I trade. I call for KCP because I think the Wizard would be more willing to. Part with KCP, then the Celtics will be willing to part with Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart, yeah, true. Then you can get like you can give up. Um, forget the names. Like, don't they have Sharif Cooper? Yeah, the Hawks have. No, I think they no, no, they do, they do, they do. Yeah, like give Sharif Cooper in a second for KCP. <laughs> if I'm the Wizards, I'll take that. Those, man, these are sounding like Lakers fans trade proposals. Like, yeah, um, let's give the THT the next Kobe, um, a 2035 <laughs> first round pick. And Kendrick Nunn for um, James Harden. Giannis. Oh, Giannis, too. Giannis. Giannis and James Harden in a three-team deal. That's going through. Talk right. about superstars. Is Curry's slump being overshadowed by his three-point record? Yes. But like, like, I don't I know if like every time Curry has a but bad shooting he's just getting slandered all across the timeline. But he's Stephen Curry, so even if he is having a bad season, it's he's Steph Curry. So you can't really... You know, I don't know what you mean by that. No, I'm not saying I'm saying, but I'm what I'm saying is that people see the like Curry slump and like, okay, he's having a slump right now, but at the same time, he's Steph Curry. So I feel like people give him a pass for that sometimes. Yeah, I agree. Like I'm not then saying you got, like I'm not saying you got to slander him, but you got you got to uh, like notice it. Mm-hmm. And Clay Thompson started to get into some rhythm, yeah. which would be very helpful for the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Especially for the playoffs, that'll be playoffs. Yeah, and I mean, it's just the matter of when they get to the playoffs. Will he be able to play those big minutes? That yeah, um, like the minutes he used to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His past two games, he played twenty six to twenty seven minutes, starting to increase. Be interesting, what his limit is. Mm-hmm. And we also have James Wiseman. When is he going to return? He's got, he's possibly a very big impact for the playoffs for the Warriors. I mean, the thing is with with Clay is that he's like the biggest hot hand in NBA history, in my opinion. Like, yeah. there's this time where he goes crazy. If you could, he, if you have him in the playoffs and set one of those crazy games, it's an auto win, like thirty seven points in a quarter, sixty and three, and like no like twenty nine. The Warriors minutes. have such a bright future with Wiseman and Kuminga. It's 
they're the only team with a top five future and a top five present. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like people crazy. undervalue it's... how how much Wiggins has played well this season. Yeah, Wiggins All Star. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Wiggins is turning into Draymond. Like they're making him into a Draymond type player. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. And Wiggins point. is young. He's only twenty six. So no, I, no, Simon. I know what you mean. I know what you're gonna try. Uh, you're trying right, to say like obviously right, it's not Draymond. I think they're gonna develop him like that. All right, let's, let's move on now to, yeah, to the Lakers. Yeah, we got to move on. The Lakers, are they pretenders? Yes, I think. They're, they're pretenders, but I, wouldn't, I would never count LeBron out. Yeah, Le- LeBron is the GOAT, so you can't count him out. You can't. Especially LeBron, LeBron team is contender. Look at 2018. LeBron had no business bringing J.R. Smith as his second scorer in the mm. finals. He yeah. Still yeah, but True. I mean, I the fact Lakers... that he is, you know, at his age now and averaging almost 30 points a game, I mean that that is why the Lakers that is why the Lakers need to Im- get help to improve. I think the Lakers any, are any team any team with that star much star power is a contender no matter what. They're definitely a contender. Yeah, What's but I mean I don't so I I just feel that you can't put all of that on LeBron every night. Yeah. But Westbrook and Davis they can get into rhythm really fast and they just need to play more together. But they could also fall out of their rhythm very fast. Mm-hmm. But. Westbrook, like Westbrook, LeBron, Westbrook and Davis. Chucking up the middies. Mm-hmm. Davis. Westbrook, Davis, and LeBron have not really played a lot together. They still need a gel. Mm-hmm. Can anyone here and, name one team that would want a THT and Kendrick Nunn plus a 2027 first round pick? One team I know that has been interesting is the Knicks. <laughs> who, would, who, would you want, would, who would you give up for the next Kobe, THT, and a 2075 first round pick? They'd want Randall. Randall? Five first rounders. Yeah, they'd want Randall. That's too little, though. Five first rounders. That's too little. You're getting the next Kobe, and you're only giving up Randall, RJ Barrett, and five first rounders. Like, 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 okay, team's down by 25. Haha, reverse layup. (laughs) All right, next topic, Nets. Yeah. As, as, as we were all saying before, the, the East might open up a little bit because of KD out for four to six weeks. I think it would be a positive thing. I think it would be a positive thing. Well, I believe you can't count KD out. Well, there's, there's six and nine in their last 15. So but like, the East is definitely going to open up after that. It's going to be a positive for the overall team, though, because Harden and Kyrie are going to get into rhythm and it'll help the bench more. Yeah, but I mean, Harden has rumored that he doesn't even want to stay anymore. He'll say this stay. year, though. This year. Yeah. But. Yeah, but, I mean, look at the way he got out of Houston. I mean, yeah, Harden, you don't want that Harden to happen again. Well, I think – well, since he's frustrated, I think they either trade him at the deadline for Ben Simmons, they, which is which is not, very – They can't trade unlike, him. Oh, they can't? Oh, it's, okay. Like, I, I know, like, they generally are not going to do that. That's just but stupid. I, yeah. no, but I think what you do – I think what they're most likely going to do is in the offseason, they'll do, a, they'll do, like, a complicated sign and trade. Like um, the with Ben Simmons, like the Rockets, like the Heat did with the Raptors. Yeah, Kyle something, Lowry. something of that sort. And I think it'll be for Ben Simmons. And I, I don't Honestly, know who else they'd have to add there, but Tyrese Maxey, maybe. Maybe or Tyrese no, Maxey. That, that's going to be a lot. Because if you're Harden, would you rather play with Kyrie and KD or just Joel Embiid? Joel I Embiid. think it's just his ego. Yeah, I don't Joel think it's. Embiid. And if you look at it, if you look at it, um, Harden's honestly been better when, like in history, he's just been better when it's his team. Yeah, because yeah, he's an he's an ISO scorer. Yeah, 
he's a, such a ball dominant player. And with KD and Kyrie, it's hard to be the ball dominant player. It's like but in no 2K. It's like in 2K when you pick up his star and then his his points go down from 25 to 16. Also, this is KD's team. If he was on the Sixers, it would be both Harden and MVP's team. Yeah, it'd be it's Joel's team. Yeah. No, I, I, but, it, it's kind of Joel's team. But it would be like Harden would be the main ball handler. No, that's, not, that's not the situation on the Nets. Mm-hmm. But right. no one's going to stop a healthy Nets big three. But another, another thing, people, he's not going to get that much credit for that. People aren't talking about the Nets' future. I I know it's a little bit far away to think right now, but Kyrie yeah. and Harden they both have player options. So Harden the Nets most future. If Harden doesn't it was if Harden doesn't for Garnett. If Harden doesn't get traded, he's gone anyways. Kyrie. So if Harden goes and it's just Kyrie and KD and the like, you know the 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 aroma or the the energy around the team is not enough. It's not good enough for Kyrie. He's gone. So it's KD. It's KD and it's a bunch of 2K salary fillers. Even if it was KD and Kyrie, even if it was KD and Kyrie, I still see the Bucks beating them. Yeah. I so, think that's gonna have like repeat history when they had when they did the Garnett trade. Yeah. And they had absolutely no assets. It's gonna be like the same thing where they just are absolutely horrible mm-hmm. for a couple of years. So they, yeah. They're gonna be able to get their first round for three dollars. Yeah. Like, the Nets' leading scorer of all time is Brooke Lopez. That should say something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, if you're, have... if, you're the, if you're the front office right now, I mean, if you need to prioritize getting that championship because of how much they spent on that trade for yeah. uh, James Harden. All right. You know, Move I mean, right. that was their future at the time with Jared Allen, Karis LeVert, I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie, I mean, and, right. and Move, four first-round picks. Moving on from the Nets. Yeah. Go to all stars. So reactions for the starters. I think the only main reaction is Luca not being a starter. And what? no, I'm saying Luca not being a starter and um uh Andrew Wiggins being a starter. I want to bring like big, up the like biggest that, one. I want to bring up a big point that NBA also games should be positionless for starters. That dude. Yeah. Interesting. That's interesting. I'm not, say, LeBron, I'm not LeBron saying I'm not saying ends up playing center. What usually happens it, is that there's no big men, regardless. <laughs> like when they start, when they play most of the game. I don't mm. like the like the way of two point guards and three forwards. I don't really yeah. like that. Like the only really good big man performance in the All Star game, like past couple of years, has been Anthony Davis. A couple of years back, where he scored fifty seven. But no one really cares about the All Star game. It just actually, I I do I do like the idea of the positionless All Star game because teams don't play the same way. Some teams run a big man yeah. and like one forward and right. three guard type yeah. players. Some some like, teams some teams run one point guard and they'll have like three wings and a big. Yeah, and especially like, like for example, like the Cavs, I mean they yeah. run with three big men, you know, with Markin and uh mm-hmm. uh Love and uh Allen. And Here, sorry, positionless Luca Doncic being a starter right now, not Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Like LeBron's also considered the center, so you could already keep like LeBron's been playing center a lot this year so you can mm-hmm. consider him any position yep and that is crazy we also have what guard from the east will make it garland lamello and van vliet lamello has made the all-star game it was leaked and garland i think will make it it's gonna be I garland. Think garland make it van yeah. Vliet's i said it was be robbed yeah i said it was lamello because he, he just has star power mm-hmm. Lamello only made it. it was confirmed on twitter it got the I, account. Uh, 
what I wrote was before that happened. Mm-hmm. I, I think everyone knew Lamella be an all-star. Uh, I'm just happy. Garland deserves it. So does Van Vliet. It's just Yeah, Van Vliet deserves it. I also could think that Jalen Brown's a snub. Yeah, yeah, Jalen Brown yeah. is a snub. I was just gonna say it. But I think Jared I hope hopefully Jared Allen makes it too. That'd be a stretch, but that that's kind of a stretch. He he deserves it, but he'll Oh yeah, looking at Jalen Brown's numbers. He's he's definitely gonna be a snub. Or if he doesn't make it, he's gonna be a snub. 24, Two. seven, and three. Who you guys got? Tatum, Tatum or Butler, Butler for Durant. I have Butler. I, Butler. I, I have Butler. I who deserves it? Butler deserves it, but Tatum's gonna make it because it's a popularity contest. And at, I think fan voting. I think they had Tatum yeah, higher than Jason Butler. Tatum got more votes, so I think he did. Yeah. Deserve I think it. it's. Cl- I think it's. It. I think it's close. It's. It's not like it's oh Tatum. Tatum got yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's not. It's I close. think it has to be Butler because they're the number one team in the East. They need an All Star starter, and Butler's. Yeah. Butler's that guy. Like I don't think it's gonna be okay. Tatum robbed him. I don't think but the it's Suns just, have a starter. The, oh yeah, the Suns. That's another thing we forgot but to talk about. Have, Chris like, Paul and D book. That's true. Then there's I think conversation. Chris Paul can be a that's what people said. They said Chris Paul or Booker should have got it over Wiggins first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that another thing about the positionless Booker because he's a guard can't make it. Yeah. Uh, but a guy like Luca could he? I mean. He could play small forward, no? Yeah, that's it's like, yeah, why did he not get it over Wiggins? He could play small forward. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody plays every single position now. Yeah. Like, NBA's become so positionless. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. And now we have, will Le- Team LeBron continue his all-star dominance? Like, yes. Le- Team GM, LeBron's 5 best, now. Bro, how are we going to know the team's haven't been dropped yet? But it's I LeBron. Mean, like, it's LeBron. It's LeBron. Play, it's all star picking LeBron. The best GM. Yeah, the best, best, the best GM. <laughs> when the all star like, draft is over, you look at the rosters and like, did, did LeBron get like three picks in a row? Like, how, how did KD let this happen? I also think LeBron does a lot of his recruiting from the all star game. Like, I think he's going <laughs> to pick Garland and Jared Allen. Maybe come, come, to, come to LA, bro. We'll give Cleveland, <laughs> Russell Westbrook, and two second round picks. <laughs> <laughs> or you have to do um, THT. And Kendrick Nunn. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the second round picks have to be from 2037 because that's the closest they have. DeAndre Jordan, too. DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan is an amazing free throw shooter. I remember one year where, like, LeBron just chose, or LeBron selected all the players that were free agents the next year. Yeah. So, like, he, does, he does his recruiting in the All Star game. <laughs> I, think he, see, I think he chose Anthony Davis, Clay Thompson, and Kawhi. And Paul George. Now let's quickly do our trade deadline. Let's do like a fire segment. Will Ben Simmons be traded? No. No. Not yet. No. He's gonna be off season with Harden. Will the Kings make a trade with Definitely. Buddy Hills, Holmes or Barnes? All of them are gone. Everybody's getting traded. Everyone else is. I'd staying. say all those are being traded. Mm-hmm. Who will the Knicks trade? Burks. Fournier. Burks, Fournier, and Kemba. Actually, no, keep Kemba. Keep Kemba. For the Where will Jeremy Grant go? Not going anywhere. Jeremy Grant, where will he? I go? don't think he's going anywhere. He's not going Laker anywhere. Time. I think he's going. No, they don't want the, the next Lake, Kobe. No, he, the Lakers don't want him because he wants to be the first option and he wants twenty-five mil a year. Mm-hmm. And the Pistons don't want Kendrick Nunn and THT. Yeah. Now we have who will the Hawks trade? Nobody. No one. Um. No, Celtics. I think that the Celtics. I think Horford gets traded and Schroeder. They want to keep who, the heart and yeah. soul. Who wants who yeah. wants Horford? Who wants Horford? 
the Thunder would. Take I think it. like a team. Why would the Thunder take him? The Thunder would take his contract for for a first round pick. They just. I think Horford is that valuable. Horford could hit threes. I don't know. I think he'd be valuable. Yeah, I think Horford's valuable for a veteran. That that teams that rebuilding teams value a veteran like that. If Horford's contract was fifteen million dollars less, any team would love him. Yeah. 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 It's it's not his fault. Philly thought he was like the man. Like yeah, like what the hell, Philly? Yeah, Philly, <laughs> I, I don't. Philly's not the smartest, but smartest well, people. It's like they Horford didn't hit their team whatsoever. Mm-hmm. They should have kept Jimmy Butler. Still angry about that. They would have yeah. Butler, Simmons, and Embiid would have been so good together. They yeah. were a Kawhi travel away from winning the NBA championship. Yeah, it was crazy. Kawhi basically traveled the game winner. And then that's their season. And then we have who will the Pacers trade? Nobody. No one. I think all. Karis I mean, Levert. They're, I they're think not, only Miles Turner. I think want, no man. With Miles Turner's injury, I think you wait till the offseason and assess him. And with Karis Levert, I think you trade him to, to the Cavs because they need a secondary ball handler, obviously. And Karis Levert, actually, he doesn't really fit with the like with the system in um in Indiana. Because they're trying, they're trying to yeah. change who he is. They're trying to make him like a catch and shoot kind of guy, but he is like that ball handler. He's he could do all that. Any other trades in line and stuff anyone wants to put out? Uh, nope, not yet. I think that's all. All right, so today we're gonna start a new segment, the MCAAM section of our podcast, which will be hosted by me and Simon. Today, we're going to start off with March Madness predictions. Simon, you'd like to go first? Um, I just want to say real quick that either Alabama is going to make it to the Final Four or they're going to lose in the first round. That's right exactly now, I the CBS Bracketology exactly has them with Seton Hall, but at the same time, they lost to Georgia. They beat Baylor. They beat they beat Gonzaga. They beat Gonzaga. They they lost to Iona, Memphis, Davidson, and Mississippi Houston. State. And all four of those teams, they're not that bad, but they're not that good either. Like Alabama's beat three Final Four teams last this year. Like three yeah. of the last year's Final Four teams. Like they have such a good team. It's just they're either gonna win it all or lose. It's really weird. And for another team that might uh be be a, a fraud, I got Villanova. They barely beat Georgetown. They lost to Marquette and they lost to Creighton by 20. And right now, the CBS Bracketology has them lined up against Wagner. And I actually think Wagner can pull up the upset. No Us bias. being huge Wagner fans. Wagner is good. Like, people sleep on Wagner. Yeah, they're cool. actually a good team. I actually think they could be Villanova. I also think um, Kansas, I'm a little Kansas biased. I think they can maybe make the Elite Eight. I don't know, though. I could see that. Also, I like TCU a lot. They just beat LSU. They beat Iowa State. They beat Oklahoma. And they played Baylor really well. Maybe they're like a sweet 16 team. I also think Baylor is not going to make it as far this year as it did last year. I think that's pretty obvious, though. Mm-hmm. They lost, uh, like, Davion and Jared Butler. Next, we have latest top 25 poll reactions. Uh, I like Davidson in the top 25. I was, yeah, I like Davidson. They came off a very nice win today. I like Auburn a lot, but I don't think they're going to win the championship because 
I mean, a lot of teams that are not that good played them really well. So I just think that they're going to slip up once. I mean, that was the problem with Gonzaga last year. A lot of teams. Yeah. Wait, no. Yeah, Gonzaga last year. All the games were close. Browns. Remember, right? They won by like a lot. Then every game, he got closer, closer, and closer. And then they lost to UCLA. Was it UCLA? I forgot. No, didn't they beat UCLA with the buzzer beater? By oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Suggs? They lost in the natty. They lost in the natty. UCLA deserved to win that with Johnny Juzang. It was absolutely insane mm-hmm. in the NCAA bracket. I wrote, I think, let me find it. USC is a little too high or something like them. Yeah, USC is not good. I also think UCLA should move up a little bit. I, I, I think Arizona is going to be really solid in the tournament. Yeah, Arizona is coming off a pretty solid win against Arizona State today. Solid, solid win against Arizona State, but I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be a good team. Uh, so if we want, if you want to move on to the Duke part, yeah, I think that Coach K leaving might like, like in a way destroy, might destroy, but like that program's never gonna be the same. That's I agree. It's not opinion. gonna be the same, but I still think they're gonna be solid. They're gonna be like North Carolina. Yeah, North- I said like. They're still gonna have good teams. They're still gonna have a decent coach, but I, I, they're still gonna fall off, kind of. Like I think Kentucky, Duke, and North Carolina are no longer gonna be like the same they were. Yeah. Like it's hard to explain, but I think like other t- colleges are gonna rise up and like take over. No, the the Kentucky situation is actually kind of perfect. Calipari still with the team, but I mean, Kentucky still got good. Te- the SEC still got good teams. There's uh Alabama, Auburn, even yeah. Texas. Solid this year, and I think that's what's going to be with ACC with North Carolina and Duke gone. There's going to be a lot of good teams in the ACC for years. It's going to come. open up, yeah, yeah. The player of the year, I have okay, Oshai Ajabi from Kansas. He averaged 21, five and four on 52 percent field goal shooting with a 17 and three Kansas. Kansas lost to Kentucky today. That's I actually have um. I have Jabari Smith from Auburn. Auburn, yeah. He has number one pick potential, and I'm bringing up his stats right now. Auburn's n- is the number one team in the country. He's going crazy. He, um, he had a nice game tonight against. Louisville. Yeah, he had he had a nice game. He's averaging 15, six and two, on four on 44 percent shooting, and the 44 percent shooting is low because he really struggled against Mizzou. But I think he's gonna be a really good player. And if Auburn wants to go, wants to win the Natty, I think as much as brings his A game, they have a chance. I just love Oshai's story. Coming from high school, he was a soccer player. That was really unique. And to sum up our segment. We have the future of NIL deals. I like NIL, but I just think that it just uh, it could be used for bribery. Like you can bring a top recruit in. It's gonna be like okay, you we'll give you five million dollars to do it at Uncle Tom's <laughs> shoe shop, but when it's just a school that's gonna be paying them. Yeah, I wrote it shows like they're trying to keep up with like new contending leagues, like the G League's offering the program now. Come straight out of high yeah. school. We also have a new league, the OTE. I don't know what that is. It's the Overtime Elite League. It's like they have a lot of decent product. Product. Um. Okay, that's really it, though. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Simon and Nick, for our NCAA segment. Before we begin our NFL segment, I'd like to take a few moments to talk about Tom Brady and his imminent and potential retirement. Before we all get into our final words, and before I talk about Brady as a Patriots fan, uh, Reggie has something he's written about Brady here. So, Reggie. In the sixth round of the 2000 draft, the 199 draft pick, the New England Patriots drafted a scrawny white Californian quarterback named Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. No one thought highly of him. He had one of the worst draft con- combines for an NFL QB. He was sitting behind former first-round pick Drew Bledsoe, who was the highest-paid player in the NFL. Brady was a QB4 on his team in his first season. But Tom knew that he was something special and worked relentlessly. The job was still Bledsoe's until it looked like tragedy struck. The injury happened on a sideline play in which Jets defensive and Sean Ellis was trying to tackle Bledsoe along the sidelines. Bledsoe tried to lean back to stay in bounds and make an extra yard or two. The move left his chest open to a hard hit for Lewis. The hit put Bledsoe on a bad injury, which he got out for six to eight weeks. This is when Bill Belichick, former Giants defensive coordinator, gave the keys to Tom Brady. The team never looked back from there. Brady had admirably given great performances to the Patriots, including one where he outshined young superstar Payne Manning in a 44-13 win. Later that season, Brady was named a full-time starter. It was speculated by many critics that Brady wasn't starter material and that they had made a huge mistake and putting him over Bledsoe. Again, this is when Brady proved his doubters wrong again, winning three Super Bowl in four years. This is the origins of the greatest overachiever in sports history. Although he had had many, many bad moments against teams like the Giants and the Eagles, his winning prevailed, and he and winning heals all wounds. His desire and passion for the game is something that can never be forgotten. And it's sad to see him go. This is our goodbye to Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. Now some words from Bill. Okay, thank you, Reggie. Um, I was going to cry there, so I turned off my camera. I didn't want everyone to see that. But as a Patriots fan, there's so much to say about Brady, but you don't know how to – it's just something you can't explain. Like you said, the passion he had for the game, his mindset, no one, no one, his mindset was that no one's going to be better than him. And he was, he was going to do it all. And he, he really did do it all. And the energy he brought to the team are, he's, (laughs) um, he's the best player the Patriots have ever seen. And I think it's going to be like that for the next hundred years. And the, the winning culture around the Patriots, it's, it's obviously Belichick, but so much of that was because of Brady and Brady's mindset. All of the players in the Patriots, so many players in the Patriots, you see them, okay, they didn't like the Patriots, they didn't like the harsh locker room, 
they stayed because of Tom Brady. Tom Brady was the reason a lot of these players stayed and they were willing to stay there, just get their Super Bowl and leave. And like the respect Tom Brady had for New England, staying there for 20 years now, um, the pay cuts he's taken, and just everything he's done for the New England Patriots organization, it's, it's remarkable. Now, uh, y'all Giants fans want to say something about him? Yeah, I'd like to add something in. Like, Brady was such a good competitor. Like, really such a fun guy to watch. But we always beat him in the playoffs, so <laughs> it's always fun. Eli Manning will always own him. But Brady was just that guy you love to watch. He made so many amazing comebacks, especially want to highlight the Falcons won 28-3. That's really unheard of. And he almost did it again this year against the Rams. He's such a great – he's going to be missed by so many. As a Seattle Seahawks fan, I would like to make a comment. I, I believe if Pete Carroll allowed Marshawn Lynch to run the ball, I believe Tom Brady would have six ranks. But that is my personal belief. I think everyone agrees with that one. I also <laughs> believe if Adam Vinatieri wasn't so clutch, Brady also have a six ring. Mm-hmm. Oh, another thing I wanted to add, as a Patriots fan, like these this past year or two, been kind of weird. Like I said, I don't like them, but then I said I like them, and I don't like them. It's just it's like a bittersweet relationship, especially when you won the Super Bowl. It was just so hard to see that the guy that that's all I've ever known, all many Patriots fans have ever known, it's Tom Brady. So it's just very hard to see him go. And now that he's leaving the game of football, it'll be something that you can't replace. It, it'll and always it be sucks. missed. Like you have Mac <laughs> Jones. Like, come on, it's Mac Jones. They're never gonna be Brady. That's true. Brady. Ma- no one will ever be Brady. There will never be any other Brady unless it's his son. And he'll still be Herbert. 10 times worse. Or Mahomes. No. Th- don't even bring up that debate. That's never happening. Yeah. And for and for all those Patriots fans that are that are cheering that Tom Brady is retiring right now, you can't deny the the competitiveness. And that he brought to the team. I don't, I don't think you've met any Patriots fan. Why would be Patri- Patriots fans be cheering that he retired? We have respect. There are Patriots fans that hate Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah but they don't. You don't though, they didn't cheer when he retired. Though, I don't think you've met a Patriots fan besides me. Even though Brady's accumulated the most haters over the last twenty years, I think the entire NFL can agree, and everyone, all the fans, can agree that. Now that he's leaving, the game's going to be completely different. They hate us because they ain't us. That, that's the only reason they hated Tom Brady, because they, they weren't Tom Brady. That's why they hate them, because they're never going to reach that level of success. I there, mean, there, was really nothing, there was nothing to hate no, about that guy. Except that he had the most point out of the history, but yeah. <clears throat> All right, thank you. Just cough. Hey, the most what? Nothing, nothing. No, no, I, I won't. What were you saying? All right, so I think it's time to start the main segment of this podcast okay. for NFL. We're just going to start off the Bucks' future without Tom Brady. As a Florida so, Gators football fan, I believe it's time for Kyle Trask to take the reins as the QB of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> and as long as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers get him a good old line, a, a few decent targets, and have a defense to back him up, they'll get to the playoffs again. Yeah, Kyle Trask was surrounded by weapons in college, and he was solid. So, okay. Kyle Trask. I mean, 
Let me see. So, so you consider that he had a lot of weapons in college and he just did okay. He didn't now do okay. He, weapons, he yeah. had a very good season. Wasn't he a Heisman like candidate? He was a Heisman finalist. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think people just, I think he just dropped uh, after the combine, you know, dropped in the draft compared to the other QBs. I think it just so just, he athletic- just got overshadowed. I think well, it's just his athleticism. Who won the Heisman? Was it Mac Jones? Yeah. No. Sir. Devonta Smith. Devonta oh, yeah, Devonta Smith. Smith. Oh, yeah, yeah. Devonta Smith. If Devonta Smith wasn't a god, Kyle Trask legitimately had a chance. But he was. I just want to add in another Kyle Trask comment. Going into college, he was the number 156 ranked quarterback in his class. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady type story? That's potential. He's nah. Kyle Trask. Well, do you say his potential is Tom Brady? I was saying it as a joke. You sound kind of serious. I'm so serious. He's the next Tom Brady. His floor is Peyton Manning. His ceiling's Tom mm-hmm. Brady. That's a really low. That's a really low floor. <laughs> I know. His floor is Josh Rosen. His ceiling's Jimmy Garoppolo. That's true. No, that's probably another, that's probably about true. Another uh, thing to consider with the Bucks features the all the contracts that are up. Um, Chris Godwin this year. JPP Jensen. Yeah, you can go through them. Golston, the Dominican Sioux, playoff winning, <laughs> Ronald Jones Jr. and Richard Sherman. So, and we also have Gronk. Gronk, but Gronk's if Tom Brady's gone, Gronk's gone because Gronk doesn't. Actually, do... Gronk said he wants to continue to play. But yeah, he, but he said that before Tom Brady retired, right? Or apparently, I think he's gonna. Yeah, but he I knew Tom gonna... Brady was gonna retire. Yeah, he knew Tom Brady would go. Gronk There's would some, a lot player. of rumors right now with Rob going to the Bills. To the Bills? Yes. He might do that just because he hates Belichick. I think Rob's gonna go to a contending team, but so so go to the Bills and take away Dawson Knox minutes. I would love that as a pet Pat's fan. <laughs> take away Dawson, Dawson Knox. Take him out of the rotation. So who do we see the the Bucks resigning out of those guys we mentioned? I think you only resign Godwin. Not even Godwin. Do we even do you even really resign? I think Godwin? I think they they have talked about resigning Godwin. Yeah, I would keep Godwin. JPP, I don't think you need. But I think um. I really don't think Jensen will be re-signed. I think Leonard Fournette. No, I think Jensen, yes, because their offensive line was a huge part of their success. Yeah, yeah. but I, I think they're good old I think it's about time for them to blow it all up. Um, if they can't get a big name free agent, I think it's about time to blow it. Mm-hmm. And another thing, what I was I was gonna say, do they try to go for a quality QB through trades or free agency, or do they do they really really believe in Trask? I I got to get system QB. You gotta this, go with Trask. He was your second round pick. You can't just abandon yeah. him. True. Yeah, but they I mean, drafted Trask. Knew I think that, no, I think when happen. they drafted Trask, they expected Brady to stay for a couple more years. Yeah, so they thought I, he was gonna develop a little bit more. I think the opposite. More. I think they drafted Trask knowing he would retire after this year. No, but if you if but I think if if they knew he was gonna retire this year, I thought they would have like traded up for Mac Jones or something or someone NFL ready. Like Mac Jones was seen as the most like. Uh, NFL ready prospect, which he was. So if you really think he was going to retire in a year, then get someone ready. You don't take Kyle Trask. Kyle, Tra- Kyle Trask at, at the college level was he at had the more same ten- level. Yes. I know. Mac Jones had so the greatest they, college right, season of his time. Trade, yeah. trade it up to Mac Jones when you can get the same exact thing from Kyle Trask in the second round. That's not true. But he wasn't, he wasn't as, he's not NFL ready. He is NFL yeah, ready. Yeah, he is. He hasn't really played in the NFL yet. 
True. But he's backed he's been, up by the greatest NFL, quarterback of all time. Already. Yeah, and that's really valuable experience. Um, uh, Jared Stidham. What would happen mean, to him? Jared Stidham. Jared St- Jerry uh, Garoppolo had four years behind Brady, I think. And Garoppolo yeah, is just a QB. Yeah, but Bar- Gar- Garoppolo is just a winner. I th- and um, next thing, bet the Bucks. Do you, do they put like I said, push to free agency trade? Do they try to build up, or do you or do you get rid of the aging veterans and you get the young guys? And not, I'm not saying full rebuild because they're not that kind of team. But if you wait like a year or two, maybe like maybe three years, then you could create a, a much larger Super Bowl window than just okay, Brady's gonna retire. We have to do this now because with Brady, that's how that's how it was. Next season, like. Before the season started, you're already going to punt, and then you're going to bring in some young guys, and you're going to try to develop them. I would bring in, like, who's that quarterback? Joe Falco. What's that guy? Joe Falco, right? Flacco. Bring in someone like Joe Flacco, Nick Foles, to help Trask through this year. You know, would be really Even a Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, go get yeah. one of them and let Trask – give Trask the quarterback keys. You know, it would be really interesting mm-hmm. if Andrew Luck came back. For the, Bucks, the only I've... team he'd go to is the Colts. Yeah, I agree with Jake. And, they, and they, have their, they have their own problems with uh, Carson Wentz. So. Now, Carson Wentz is a good quarterback. But Luck would have been much better. I, I saw uh, some things from um, mostly mostly Buccaneers fans, so it's very biased. But Aaron Rodgers to the, to the Bucks. I, I think that's why I have to that. That's like that's getting rid. Then they can't resign anyone if they want Aaron Rodgers. I think True. there's no way. I think Aaron Rodgers always. Um, well, this is the next segment, but I'll just say something quick. I think he's all all the way in Denver already. He's 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 there, but yeah, we'll discuss that after. Yeah, get to the next segment. Let's go Bills Chiefs, the best playoff game of all time. Actually, no. We'll find it out. No, 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 no. I mean, it's probably the best. I mean, this, this to division three, round was one of the best we've seen okay, in a long best, time. Best division round, but I, I take it back. 28-3 to three was better than this. I like the Rams versus Patriots Super Bowl. It was. Rams versus It was better. Rams versus Patriots versus Super Bowl is better in different ways. Very defensive game. Because no one appreciates defense. That's true. Everyone, I would rather see like a 48-45 game than a 9-6 game because no one wants to see defense. Exactly. I just, this game was like interesting because like Gabe Vincent stepped up and no one expected that. Like, if you look at it, most of the last couple of Super Bowls have been side just because of defense. Mm-hmm. Like the last one was the Bucks defense. The one before that was the Patriots defense. The one before that. You mean the San Francisco? Um, actually, oh, no. Nice. SF choked. Yeah. San Fran choked. That, that was also that was also the Chiefs defense. Going crazy too. The yeah. Before that was the Rams. There was the Patriots defense. Mm-hmm. But the only in recent memory that was mostly offense was the Eagles one. No, because both just struggled. Twenty-eight to three. That was that was offensive packed. Yeah, but that was also very defensive minded by Belichick. He got some fumbles on Matt Ryan. All right, back to Bills and Chiefs though. So argument top top three playoff game, but let's get to. The young quarterbacks taking over the NFL as older quarterbacks starting to retire. Aaron Rodgers might. Um, ben Roethlisberger gone. Tom Brady already gone. So, yeah, what do you think about the young QBs taking over now? I 
what I have is that it's like most of the older QBs are like already gone. Matt Ryan and A Rod are the mm-hmm. only two over thirty five right now. Mm-hmm. I think the next is Russell Wilson and Stafford at thirty three. Yeah. So the old quarterbacks are already expiring. Mm-hmm. So off season predictions for the Bills. Uh, let's see. I'd say that I, I think they're looking for a, a running back. Um, a running back, definitely. I'd take trades trades for Saquon Barkley because Saquon, Bar- Saquon Barkley is very overrated. I really think, though, and we'll Isn't get Saquon to this later, but, but Joe Shane, I, I think Cole wanted to keep him. Saquon Isn't is, Saquon a free agent? No. Saquon has like two years left in his deal. Yeah, oh, they, they, after after this upcoming year, they'll decide whether they want to give him the fifth year option. Don't give it to him; he's uh, so okay. overrated. Wait, what segment are we on? I got kicked. Uh, we are on Bills, Bills and Chiefs. So I just want to say that did you talk about young quarterbacks taking over? Yeah, we did. A little I bit. I feel like this game forced Brady to retire in a way. Like he knows he can never beat these guys in the Super Bowl. I mean, he, he just he, did he, last year, and he could beat the Bills in the Super Bowl easily. I meant like. Quarterback, first quarterback. He's never going to be better. Yes, he will. Josh Allen. Yes, he will. Or, I think he can. Yeah, I think he can. He's Tom Brady. You can't, can't, you can't count out Tom Brady. Why would he trade for Saquon when Devin Singletary had a better year? Devin's, yeah, but Dev, the Bills have one of the best offensive lines. The Giants have the worst. Yeah, Saquon would be much better than Devin Singletary in the Bill, with the Bills' offensive line. Have we seen Saquon with with a good offensive line? It's, it's a fair argument. College, and and was he good in college? Yes, he was all time okay. great. So yeah. so so when when the Giants if Giants build up the offensive line to make it really good, like like if Joe they, Shane says he will, if then they. those are those are campaign yeah, promises. Then, you have to consider running backs the, have a pretty have a pretty short expiration date. Yeah, very very short. You can't have Saquon keep running on this O-line for too long. You have to give him up soon. Yeah, but they have two first-round picks, and they're both projected to go O-line. And also, yeah, this, but... this is more this is more for later, but you're talking about it like the Giants are going to one one day fix and they're Super Bowl contenders. This rebuild is not something that's going to be short by any means, but we'll get into that later. Um, Did you have to get a quarterback? You have to get an O-line? Right, we got we got to get okay, – um, let's, let's, Yeah, stop this Yeah, because we have, we have a whole other segment. Um. 49ers, 49ers Packers. Packers. Mm-hmm. I don't so, Devontae Adams is gonna go to the Raiders. Interesting. But uh, I think if they if they don't keep Basatia, I, I don't know what they're gonna do because he, he had an amazing season with everything that team has faced. And Rodgers is done. He's not gonna stay there if Rodgers is gone. Oh, not not with the Packers, no. He this he does not want Jordan Love as his quarterback. No one wants Jordan Love as their quarterback. Yeah, Packers. Packers are going full rebuild. All right, you have to consider yeah. the Packers could very well franchise tag him. Devontae Adams. Ew. Yeah, they're paying a lot more. Play. He could. Players but, uh, I mean, uh, in the past, that that's the new thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I, then they could still get that. a pick for him. Or then, then uh, Adams wouldn't have a choice of where he's going. What do you mean? If they if they franchise tag him, because if they refuse. Wait, is he a free agent next? Wait, he's a free, free agent. agent this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Another thing is that Jordan Love's not good, so I feel they're he's, gonna try to take over. His first game is absolutely horrible. 
Yeah. I can't believe it's the first round. The Packers cannot afford a new contract for Devontae Adams. They just can't. Mm-hmm. So. And he, he doesn't Packers fit their timeline. Uh, last draft, and they should have taken a QB because that QB draft was loaded instead of taking Jordan Love. Yeah. Then also we have the Packers special team, which is absolutely. It's been yeah, another. It's another been horrible year. since day one. Or either the special teams or the defense just ruined Aaron Rodgers' chance of winning a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Now on to Rodgers on the move. I think Aaron Rodgers is getting traded to the Denver Broncos and Devontae Adams goes with him because the Broncos are just in a perfect situation to get a superstar caliber quarterback and they're a Super Bowl, cont- they're a Super Bowl contending team. They have the defense. They have the pass catchers. And the O-line, they can still improve, but it's nothing horrible. So I, I think they're a Super Bowl contender if they get Aaron Rodgers, and especially if they get Devontae Adams as well. Well, the Broncos have $48 million in cap space. Mm-hmm. They just got rid of the Von Miller contract. Yeah. Yeah, they have $48 million in cap space, so... Uh, they could very well do it. I think any but team. But the thing with... is, Devontae Adams wants thirty million a year. Mm-hmm. I feel like Aaron Rodgers could, what's it called, like shift his focus. I think he, I think he wants thirty mil from the Packers because of how much he's yeah. done for them. No, that's what Devont. No, Devontae wants to be the highest paid wide receiver in the league. But if he can still stay with Rodgers on a better team, like oh, not better team, but like on a different team with a different dynamic, mm-hmm. like the Broncos, I think he'll take less money. I think his ego will get the best of him. I mean, that does happen. That does happen a lot. Because NFL careers are so short, he's going to want to make bank. Yeah. Maybe Rodgers takes a pay cut. I think Rodgers would be the one who takes the pay cut. Yeah. Nobody's paying Rodgers like a superstar quarterback anymore, even though he could still very well play by by that. And the Broncos really are. Is the MVP. No, he is the MVP, but he's aging. I don't think people will still pay him as much as a superstar quarterback. And didn't Tom Brady just get paid like 35 mil? But he's Tom Brady. Tom Brady's on a different level than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is an MVP. Tom Brady wasn't. Aaron Rodgers is not in the GOAT debate. He's like a top three quarterback of all time, though, some say. Tom Brady's the GOAT, though. Aaron Rodgers isn't. Arguable. That's not arguable. Talent-wise, Rodgers is Rogers is more talented than Tom Brady. Tom Brady was just the best achiever of all time. The GOAT isn't about talent. The GOAT is about overall Exactly. Player. That proves that Aaron Rodgers possibly be more talented. Yeah, like skill-wise, probably. Yeah. Like athleticism, yeah. Arm strength, yeah. Not IQ and mentality and the way he, um, like, changed the locker room, but – all right, anyways, next. Um, Bengals versus Titans? Yeah, Bengals versus Titans. So is drafting kickers like the Bengals did smart? Only Maybe. if it's a really good kicker. Yeah. If you look at history, the top two kickers, Adam Vinatieri and Justin Tucker, both undrafted uh, free agents. It's hit or miss. It really is. Yeah, Because then you have, so, you have people like – yeah, you have Evan McPherson, but then you got people like Sebastian Janikowski. Wasn't he like the 11th pick in the draft? 
Oh my god, that was don't even talk about that. That's yeah. the Raiders, though. So that's that, that is the Raiders. That's the Raiders. I think I think for teams it's just special teams is important, but is it important enough to take them in, you know, that round? Yes. Have you seen yeah. the page? Have you seen the Patriots? Look like, how highly, like if, look how highly like, um how look how highly successful teams value special teams. Like like the Chargers one year, I think they had the best offense and the best defense, but their special teams were that bad to where they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, special like teams had, really makes or breaks a team. Special teams yeah. is one of the most underrated aspects of football. Like you could argue that without special teams, Brady might not be the goat. He wouldn't be the because goat. He'll be where he is. I don't think so because if no, you look at it, success wise, success. Like he's still no, going to be top three no. quarterback of all time, but he will, maybe not the goat. I don't know about that because if you look at it, most mm-hmm. of those Patriots teams, they had the he's always had the best positioning in the league every single year of his career. True, but if you put any other quarterback there, you own you barely win any of those. Um, Super Bowls. I, I def if you put Payne Manning in that position, I'm saying he wins more than Brady. No. Same with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers does not win twenty eight to three. Aaron Rodgers does not go in that I don't game. Think they're, I don't think they're going back twenty eight to Aaron three. Aaron Rodgers will not be teams. down twenty eight to three. No, let's say you put them in those situations where Tom was. Um, like they wouldn't be Aaron Rodgers. Situ- Aaron Rodgers is not going in down situations. in two thousand one on that game winning drive. Aaron Rodgers is not doing that. Have you seen? You know how many game winning drives Aaron Rodgers have? That's Tom Brady magic. So many with like ten seconds left. But that's when you think of Tom Brady magic and Patriots magic. That's what opposing fans feared for the past twenty years. Think about all the hell Mary miracles Rodgers had. But Tom Brady did all that. Tom did all that too. Okay, how we? Okay, this is the fifth time we got to a Brady versus Rodgers debate in like five different topics. We got to move. I mean, it's it's the Brady because Rodgers is more talented. He's more talented, but he's not as good. There's a difference. If you put he is better. On the... He's the better player. It's just like he isn't the achiever that Brady is. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's debatable. Had, Brady had the best coach and team around him. Rodgers never did. Save the goat. We'll save the goat debate for next episode. We got to get moving. All right. Um, is Joe Burrow the real deal? I don't know why that's a question. I mean, he's he... a good. He's a good quarterback. It's just that. Yeah. When I look at it, he'll never be Josh Allen or Mahomes. That's true. I think I really don't think we five. know that yet. Yeah, we I don't think he'll become a top five quarterback. No, in the league or in no. A lot of all why, time, but why not? not? They could build a better team around him that could okay, make him. Okay, why? Why can't um? He already has insane receiver talent. He just needs an O line. But no, but Jake, what you're saying? Why can't he? So why? Because he has Jared... the talent. No, but you're saying why can't he? Why? Does... I don't think he has the talent. Why doesn't Jared? St- why can't Jared Stidham just become the best player? Because he doesn't have the talent. Who says? How does he? How do you know? Because he's out of the league. The Bengals' O line is trash too. How many games has Jared Stidham played as a starter? Can you please stop bringing him up? It's so irrelevant. What we're no, but I'm just about. saying if you you can't just uh, take someone. I don't and think. Say, uh, oh, you don't. Is, is it... No, my point is you can't just take someone and just use that. Oh, you don't know yet. That that excuse. Because no, but it's valid for Joe Burrow because he's actually proven himself to be a good player. But he hasn't yeah. proven to be best Jared, quarterback. Jared Stidham has played probably started as many games in his career as Joe Burrow has started in the playoffs. Yeah, so that okay. So then why can't so I just say okay? So that's your point, valid. That's a, no, it. That's does it, no, but it does that. That's a, right. okay. Jared Enough Stidham's with Stidham. Only, I don't want to hear a damn. Yeah, thing it's like getting annoying. No, I, I hate Stidham. Okay, can I use a different? Uh, so okay, no, no, yeah. I, I just I have just, a question though. I, I don't question. think he'll ever I be a top. Five. 
No, but like, I let's think say he can get no. there. I, just, uh, all right. So look at. I don't think he'll ever pass Mahomes. I don't think he'll ever pass Allen. If Watson's back, I don't think he'll ever pass Watson. Herbert, it's like. Him and Her- Herbert, I think. Arguably, him and Herbert are the same right now. No, I definitely say Herbert's better. It's just that Burrow's in a better situation. And Burrow has better players be- around him. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Like, Keen Allen's good, but Jamar Chase is just, he, he, Burrow just throws it out and Chase just gets it. Burrow will definitely be like a franchise quarterback. No doubt about that. I just don't think he's as good as people have been. I think he's slowly becoming very overrated. Because people like him. Very underrated. He was underrated. Now he's becoming overrated. What will Ryan Tannehill's future look like after quickly sucking in the playoffs? Bring back Mariota. Yeah, bring back Mariota. Mariota was good for no, he was Mariota trash. should be a starting quarterback. It's it's just annoying how he doesn't have a job. Who? He has a job on uh Las Vegas. He holds the clipboard. And then occasionally one play a game, he lines in the slot. And then there's the I remember I was watching the Raiders game and I saw Mariota in the game. I'm like, Marcus Mariota is still in the NFL. Yeah, I'd rather have Mary. I'd rather have Mariota than Daniel Jones or Sam Darnold. I'm sorry. Yes, Daniel. Okay, did, don't be sorry. Daniel Jones is a sorry person. You you only said that because you're trying to set up an argument because you know Giants fans are here. Yeah, and also Mariota is such a big bust for being drafted second overall. Daniel Jones right. is a big bust. <laughs> Please, okay, this is when okay. Next <laughs> segment: the Julio Jones, the Julio Jones trade. Thoughts on that. <laughs> I think Julio should just go to a different veteran. Not like Tannehill is a pretty turnover prone. They don't. They're n- never going to establish a passing game with him at center. Tannehill's not even a good veteran. He's just average. Yeah, he's just a game manager who yeah. turns the ball over. He's just there. He seems to be making it work, though. I mean, they're they were not first really. in. First in the AFC, I, I think so. I mean, yeah, but really, guys, he's in a playoff. Uh, you've game. never, you've never met um Derrick Henry, Jake. Are are you really crediting? Are you crediting? Are you, how are you crediting Ryan Tannehill for the Titans' success? I'm not. I'm just saying. I don't think. I don't think he's. I don't think he's that. I don't think he's that poor. I mean, he kind of is. I think he's like, he's not as good as like Carson Wentz, but I don't think he's as bad as like. Jimmy Garoppolo. But yeah, I think Jimmy average. Garoppolo, yeah. He's just the ultimate average of quarterback right now. We also have, well, what? how will this injury and usage rate affect Derrick Henry's future? Oh, I think this year, it's, it, honestly, if Derrick Henry didn't get injured, I feel like his career would have been done after this year because he was on pace to like, destroy the Amount of carries record. I think he was on pace for like 540, which is ridiculous. Then, like, even in the playoffs, Derrick Henry completely struggled. It did not look the same Derrick Henry we saw earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah, but he had a metal rod in his foot. He just, he, he had some like flashes of, yeah, that's Derrick Henry, but. I don't think they should have played him. That was definitely like a push. Yeah. Now we're going to the Rams versus Bucks segment. Stafford missing. Well, Stafford, they missing key to the Super Bowl. Yeah. 
I mean, if you were to replace Stafford with Goff, then obviously they would have won back in 2018. But, like, yeah, I don't think that Stafford's going to lead them to a Super Bowl. I think they'll make it. I don't think they're going to win it, though. Probably. But who um, – I don't know. I think the Niners have potential to win, but I feel like – We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Well, what's stopping yeah. the Rams if they get there? Like what? The, like the Chiefs. The Chiefs. The Chiefs are the Bengals. They're losing we'll to the, the Bengals sadly tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. All right. OBJ's future with the team. Also, I think a lot just... of rumors that the Chiefs are going to pursue him extremely. Well, wherever he's, wherever he's going, this time he has to remember not to get his payment in Bitcoin. Getting the <laughs> yeah, regular US. Just put him in U.S. dollars. Like even he lost seven hundred twenty thousand. He could even take it in Mexican pesos, just not Bitcoin. And he he he's just hold on to it in case it goes back up one day. <laughs> one yeah, day, poor guy. But he's been killing it in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, not killing. He's just it, been killing it in general. True. Nick, over on receptions. He's gonna go over tomorrow. Over five. Over five. Over five. That sounds, that sounds like a good bet. Oh yeah. Speaking speaking of over under tomorrow, based on how how bad my predictions have been, how, over under on on five laps for me. Over on five. Over. over. I, watch, I'm gonna end up running like seventeen. <laughs> but the no, Bengals Chiefs game. Bengals Chiefs could either be. I'd I'd say, uh, no matter what, actually. We'll, we'll, we'll go after that later. Bucks almost came back. Uh, I mean, obviously. And, that, was know, all on I mean, that was all on McVay's conserved coach style. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, Bucks, McVay's, the Bucks caught a lot of like, breaks. That thing at the end was nice, though. Like that plate that passed the cup. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, that but I mean, pass. that really, the, the play calling, by McVay, that could change the whole way that they, you know, to make it to the Super Bowl. I it mean, was, I'm like. You gotta bench Cam. Cam just fumbles. Just bench Cam. Yeah, I think the the whole reason the Bucks were able to sort of come back was the conservative play calling. Cam Akers, who applied butter or margarine. Cam fumble Akers. Cam fumble Akers. I think maybe he put on like something on his hands or something. You know, not even now. Vegetable like oil. A, a butter bat. A butter bat. <laughs> um, and what else? Oh yeah, I was gonna say blown coverages at the end. Like it was so like I like I really like defense. I I think people and Jalen Ramsey got burned. Yeah. I I, pay, I think people underrate defense too much. And looking at it as someone who likes defense a lot, that was just so bad to watch at the end. Like if you if you if you're casual and you like you only like offense, that might have been amazing. But just looking at the coverage, it, it just did not make sense at all. The defensive backs didn't know what they were doing. So the Bucks caught a lot of breaks. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was all Brady, but it was it was fitting it was a fitting end to his Mike career. Mike Evans played ridiculous too. Yeah. Okay, now we have how different will the NFL be without Brady? I think it'll I be that yeah, you go first. I feel like we're gonna see it next in the next two weeks because so we're not going to have Brady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's going to be more equal. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be as much as like, okay, they're the Bucks. Yeah, we're not coming out of the playoffs beating them. Like, yeah. Like, if, if you 
If you look at talk it, shows, most of them have been about Brady for like the last couple of years since he joined Tampa Bay. It's just been Brady, Brady, Brady. Yeah. Now it's going to probably stick to Mahomes now. But I think now we're going to have to. Like, we're gonna have like another main quarterback, and then we're gonna. It's gonna be interesting who that's gonna be. But I think it there's, um, the like my opinion. There's gonna be no other at least now. There's no other player like okay, you can't count them out. Like coach, like when you think of you can't count them out, you think of Belichick, and when you think of player, you think of Brady. Mm. Like I, with all I, the I can, you I can't think of Rogers too. But Mahomes, really, Mahomes has had the most comebacks I've ever seen for a young player. Yeah, at this point, you can't can Mahomes out of anything right now. But he's not at that like, level. Did you, not... If you watch the Bills game, you already know. True. Like, Mahomes has potential to be the GOAT. I want to – did they make an NFL uh, Films – did they make an NFL Films video about that yet? I want to watch that. It's going to be so interesting. Like, with the mic that's up like and a stuff. Game, that's like a game you tell your kids about. That was a special, yeah. special game. Nah, by then by, – by the time um, – by like that time, it's gonna be like 100 to 70, 75 games. The game also brings up a really a big debate: how what should the NFL do with their postseason? Should okay, they go but more towards this is the really college? kind of off topic. Yeah, we're going off topic. The game where LSU and Texas A&M, the final oh. score was like seventy-four to seventy-two. They won like nine hundred times. College yeah, college is always more high scoring. And college the overtime system so much better. Yes. When Illinois and Penn State went to like nine overtimes, but they had the stupid two point conversion rules. Yeah. So it was, it was like. I remember the Baker Mahomes matchup where Mahomes had like 800 yards. Yeah. I don't That's watch college. I, I should watch college. No, I don't so watch college, but I watched that one game because of how hyped up it was. That game was 20 to 18. And they went to nine overtimes Penn State versus Illinois. Insa- insanity. All right, let's get back on topic. Now yeah. we have head coach and front office hires. All right, should I guess I'll start it off with the right. Giants. I'll, should I list them or? or I have something to say. I'll say it after. Okay, Jake can list them because he worked on this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so first we have the Giants hired their head coach Brian Dable, uh, former Bills offensive coordinator. Um, then Broncos head coach, new head coach Nathaniel Hackett, former Green Bay offensive coordinator. Uh, Bears, new head coach Matt Eberfuss, uh, former Colts defensive coordinator. And then for front office, Giants hired GM Joe Shane, former Bills assistant, Vikings, uh, GM Kwesi Adofu Mensa, former uh, Browns vice president of football ops. And Bears hired GM Ryan Poles, former Chiefs player personnel assistant. Right, I was trying to say, I know we don't like to get political on this statement, but it's just crazy to me how the two top coaching uh, candidates, two black men, Flores and Bietemi, are both not hired. It's something that's troubling in the NFL. I'm, like, upset with the Giants. DeBole is – I'm not like him at all. I wish we would want Flores, but – Like, Biet, like Yeah. I understand that – it's hard to say, but Bietemi is arguably the best play caller in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy how Andy Reid has to continue to like promote him like during press conference, just try getting him an interview. But you look yeah. at Joe Judge, a special teams yeah. coach, gets a job like that. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Like, yeah. I really wish Brian went to the Giants. Mm-hmm. Brian would have been good. Table. 
Yeah, I, I think the really one like thing him. about Flores is that all is that he um, the Giants really wanted that offensive mind, and they loved the way that Dable, um, yeah. you know, really helped. You know what the people don't know is Josh Allen in his first year. In, in Josh Allen in his first year, he had he didn't have Brian Dable and was awful. And when Brian Dable came in 2018, he started to become the star quarterback that he is now. I, I just want to I point out, I love though, the Joe hiring. He's the one who made the Stefan Diggs trade possible. I, I want to point out, though, like Brian Dable is not going to be number one head coach in the league. And it's not going to be easy peasy. Like you have Josh Allen, you have Stefan Diggs, and you have this amazing defense. It's not going to be like that. So people can't, no, and- their, people can't set their expectations like high. This is going to be a rebuilding team. It's going to be a tanking team, unfortunately, which is bad for football. Yeah, but the communication is going to be there with Joe Schoen. That's why they did yeah. it. There's going to be very good communication. I really, I, I'm surprised. I, I really disagree. And, I, and, and that's coming from a standpoint of Joe Shane stated that he, he doesn't like rebuilds. Okay, and what, he, he what wants to move that? forward and build a roster that can contend and win games. That's that's like, those are campaign promises. We okay. know the reason. You know, I'm why. gonna win. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win the Super Bowl this year. And then, but saying that they're gonna tank, I think is is talk wrong. Is, we know talk isn't. We know anything. the reason why they didn't get Flores or Bietami or yeah. any of those coaches. But it, we're not getting political here. We're not getting yeah. political. All right, we, we're kind of going on a little tangent. We got to move on. Um, now we have some NFL news that's been coming out lately. Yeah. Um, yes. Dave, the Patriot, Patriots tandem in Las Vegas, Dave Ziegler, or yeah, Ziegler and Josh McDaniels. I think Josh McDaniels, he's kind of like, as a Patriots fan, bittersweet. Because you think about all the play calling that he's done to make t- the Brady team successful and to make Mac Jones, like, to make this offense manageable. Like he's done a lot in that sense, but if you but like if you think about it another way, he's very conservative. Like fourth down, you you really never see the Patriots going for a third down, fourth down this year. Like he has no trust in his quarterback, and it. it do you think you think it's going to carry over to Las Vegas? Like, is he going to be conservative there, um, on fourth downs? Is he gonna? Is he gonna? You know try any special plays or is he just going to stick to, you know, screen passes and Dave Ziegler, obviously the Patriots have done a really good job drafting in the past couple of years. So that, I think that's definitely going to help them. But, um, I just said, I'm will be very upset with the Raiders. They not keep their interim head coach. Yeah. Rick Passage. I think that would be, if they did not do that, I think they, that's the most stupid thing they'd ever done. Definitely. Yeah. After but I mean, loss, the fact that they're in, they haven't interviewed him. So I really don't think I think there's going to be a new head coach, which is unfortunate because he after the like brought them through a lot of adversity. After yeah, the loss, he wrote a letter to every single coach and player on the team, thanking them for everything they've done. That's a real coach there. That, that, like, but that, that's also telling that he's going to be gone. Like if when yeah, if you I see just, a, if you see a player like in in the NBA, if you see a player before the game telling all his his teammates, "I I miss you, thank you, bro, love you." That that that's over. You know that that he's he's getting traded. Harrison Barnes. I just game. thought he did. For the circumstance he was in, he did so good. I'm just, yeah, yeah. I find this if they hire any of those guys, I find it very questionable. He did a lot with with very little. Yeah. yeah. So will Harbaugh come back to the NFL? No. I mean, the only, there's He's, been. I don't think so, alone. but yeah. I, I mean, there's no only. Chance. 
there's Leave only, that man alone. Only two teams he's been, you know, linked to, and I. But I really think that the two teams, Raiders and Vikings, are looking at other uh, candidates. Yeah. I don't know if he's I not because he... of the Myers incident. I think that might affect his thought of coming back to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Do I think he could be a great coach? Yes, but do I think he'll want to come back now? Why would he leave Michigan? Yeah, yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah. And it like really the no like um, an executive in Miami said, I'm not going to be the one to take um, Harbaugh from Michigan. So obviously, okay, maybe Miami won't, and like well, you might say another team will. But I think this is telling. Like the NFL doesn't want to take a great college coach, bring him to the NFL, because that doesn't always translate over. Like, no, but he's Myers. no, but he has proven that he could be a good head coach in the NFL. I should think he's gonna leave. Yeah, I, I, he he has no point to leave. We also have Werewolf, um, Flores Land. Flores, I think. I don't know, honestly. I mean, I, I think uh, any every team would love Brian Flores. Yeah. I mean, could we see the Texans? I mean, they've talked about him and Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I think that's the possibility. But I mean, they've—I mean, that the favorite for Actually, that job, Texans Josh are, McCown. So the Texans are in serious talks of Josh McCown. I don't know what they're on, but I like some. Yeah, but um, that's because if they got Flores, Watson's gonna play. Like honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Which honestly, for Texans fans, would be pretty Great. interesting. Yeah. Speaking about, I heard um, De- yeah, there's been a lot of talk about Deion Sanders possibly going to the Cowboys as um right. off, like a defensive coordinator, or what or just I'm pretty sure head coach, but just I don't think that's ever gonna staff. happen. That's he's not gonna doing, happen. He's because... doing so good with his job with his HBCU. Yeah, giving all these. He just landed the number one recruit. He just landed two yeah. five stars at Jackson State. Why would he go to the NFL? Doing I, I mean, historic things. I think I think he'll he could go eventually. I think he could end up being one of the best head coaches. Oh yeah, I think he could go in like maybe five years. But the things he's doing right now is pretty unique and cool. Before we move on to the next thing, I just want to say one thing. Another executive opening up, controversial guy, Bill O'Brien. So if you think nobody wants Bill O'Brien, but Bill O'Brien on the Patriots. Um, Bill O'Brien has take connections. Him. Please take him. take him. Take no, him. Take him. No, no. I'm. I'm just saying. I don't want him. But I'm saying. I've heard. I've seen a lot of people talk about this, and I'm trying to like entertain the idea. When he was, uh, well, he has connections with the Patriots. He has connections with Alabama, and he he loves running two tight end sets, and that was very successful. And he was successful. Maybe he'll trade Matt Judon and J.C. Jackson for Daryl Sorrington. <laughs> and um, uh, first round pick from 2038, whatever. If you hire him, that's absolutely disgusting. But whatever you want to do. I no, I don't want to hire him. I'm just I just been hearing people say talk about this. I'm just please wondering. Don't hire him. Please. No, yeah, please I, don't I, I don't want to, but I'm just I'm just like thinking about it. Because that's pathetic. Yeah, I don't even want to if he gets hired anywhere, that's pathetic. He should be working at a Wendy's. No, he should be working Alabama at Alabama with Dan Mullen, game over. No, he should be working at a Kroger because they have Krogers in Texas. <laughs> Shout out to the Texas viewers. I looked on the analytics. We have like thirty percent Texas viewers. So I know you have, have Kroger. You have Kroger there. I know that. No, we have All Dan right. Quinn is reporting he's staying in Dallas instead of becoming a head coach. I, yeah, I, I think, think that's good. pretty interesting. I mean, I, I think you know. I mean, he had you know some success with the Falcons, but I mean, he had mm-hmm. a great year as defensive coordinator this year. So I'm not surprised. 
I noted, I think he's scared to fail because all the teams knew the head coach suck. And the know. thing is, I feel like he kind like, I feel like he did a really good job with the Cowboys, but I feel like he's sort of failing Michael Parsons in a way because Michael Parsons is best at pass rushing, but he's not, he, Dan Quinn isn't using utilizing that part of his game that much. Mm-hmm. Now we have our next segment is Sean Payton. Future of Sean Payton and the Saints. Well, Sean Payton, he he never said he's retiring, right? He just said he's leaving for a little bit. Stepping yeah. down. So, he's stepping so I, down. I mean, it's definitely a possibility he comes back as a head coach, but you know, I mean, but I think there will be other things he will do in that time before um, you know, possibly broadcasting. There's been talks. Mm-hmm. Like we know the Dallas have always wanted him. Yeah. So yeah. He and Jerry Jones, you know, have always been in contact. You know, and Mike McCarthy, you know, we don't think right now is the future of that franchise. I see him doing coach. what Mike McCarthy did. Like, you know how Mike McCarthy took a year off? Yeah, and then went to the Cowboys. Yeah, I think he's gonna do the same thing. Take a year off and go to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Mike and, McCarthy's and then lose to the 49ers. Yeah, but, uh, Mike McCarthy is a pretty bad coach. Steve, Sean Payton is one of the best coaches in the last twenty years. Yeah, yeah. And, and also have um, what else about Sean Payton? Oh, the Saints. The cap situation. Saints quarterback gonna be? Um, Jameis. It has to be. They're tight yeah, end. He's the but. Winston's contract's up though. I think they'll possibly draft a QB. Yeah, this QB class, I think there's a lot of QBs that are going to be dropping because there's more um, skill position players that are... Yeah, but Steelers are going to draft a oh, QB. Garbage. Respectfully. Definitely. This quarterback class is not good, so... See, I, I don't like when people say that because you'll say... Oh, there's going to be one dude who just pops off. No, but you guys... No, people... Not you guys in general, but people say this. Uh, I, myself included in previous years. Oh, there's two things. You either say, this class is garbage... Or this is the best quarterback class we've seen in a hundred years. That's what you said last year about this class. I did. I'm. 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 I'm just saying. Like, I feel like it's it's wrong that everyone says that collectively, because no, this class is just not historically. Desmond Ritter is considered a first round pick. That's how you know the, the draft class isn't good. Desmond Ritter is not a good quarterback. Simon, I'm documenting this. In a year, if he's a good quarterback, uh, you have to give me a dollar. Sure. Okay. I, I give you ten. Ten. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch him in the football in the in the college football playoff? He's not good. I don't watch college. I yeah, will. And, and then the bad cap situation with the Saints. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, guys it, like Michael Thomas. Just um, remember, Tom Brady was a six round pick. Yep. True, but but so I think was I think um name guys. I think Sean Payton's uh, stepping down is a matter of not not completely embarrassment, but embarrassment and just kind of like. Think that, like, wait, I had Drew Brees. I lost to the Bucks. Now he's gone, and now my team has no future. I feel like it's kind of like... I just think he knows his team's it. never going to contend again. Yeah. That's why I stepped down. Now we have our next segment, the Vikings' future. Yep, head coaching search and front runners for the head coach. And coaching so they staff. interviewed Patrick Graham today, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right? They have so many offensive superstars. It's just a matter of their defense. Uh, yeah. Kel- Kellen Moore, Raheem Morris... Kevin O'Donnell, and yeah, just some different things that when when they hired their new GM, um, the first name he mentioned when he talked about hiring a head coach was Patrick Graham. So 
you know, interesting to see if he and will also, get the job. Their new head coach is very good. He loves stats. The new head coach he actually worked yeah. on Wall Street for a couple of years. He's very into stats and numbers, and he was a head scout for most of his career. So I wonder if that's gonna play any role for what coach he hires. Gonna gun and be at me. He would have gone crazy. I think with this offense, crazy. Any team would want be enemy. He's really good. He's yeah. a huge part of the Chiefs' success. The Chiefs should like bring him back. Of, like Andy Reid's an amazing coach, but I don't think he would be as good without be enemy. Oh, definitely. I don't. I don't know why the Chiefs wouldn't bring him back. I know they. Oh, I think they would one hundred percent bring him back. It's just that he should be getting a head coaching job soon. Yeah, he, he's probably is Justin Jefferson or do you think, stay or, long term. Sorry to interrupt. Like, sorry to interrupt, but talking about the enemy again. I think there's a lot of coaches that they'd rather want. They'd rather have money over success. Maybe the enemy's opposite. He want he want to be successful with the Chiefs rather than take a head coaching job where he's gonna. No, I'm pretty sure he's been looking for head coaching jobs for the last couple of seasons. And he hasn't gotten offers. No. Uh, All right. So is Justin Jefferson gonna stay long term, and should they trade Thielen? Um, I think for the Justin Jefferson, I I I do think he will stay long term, and then the trading Thielen, I think that um needs. I think they really yeah. should trade him for the you know to fix the cap space um you know situation that you know they have, and obviously the new GM will you know has some work ahead of him. Yeah, I mean the Vikings don't have the best uh, history of like keeping receivers happy. Moss. Uh-huh. Yeah. And digs, I think Carter had the same thing. Mm-hmm. Also, um, what direction are they gonna go in with Kirk Cousins? I mean, I mean, is Kirk Cousins the future? Another thing. What I mean, is that is kind Kirk of is Cousins, Kirk Cousins the suck, future? He's not the best. No, what kind of yeah, question? I, kind if of you thing? say like, is what, Kirk Cousins the future, is that is that? Do you watch? I meant ball? over next couple of years. It's like that, can you really? It's like how much can you get? How much better can you get with? Not, not really, not much better. Like, Kirk Cousins not suck though. That's the thing. He doesn't yeah, suck. He's like, average. You're not gonna get to anywhere with an average. No, he's above. He's an above he's average. Oh, he's above average. He's a. He's like a really accurate passer. He's just. He's very underrated, but he's Kirk Cousins. It's not like you're like, not. Like, you're not getting. You're not getting anywhere with an average quarterback unless you have an, a very very good team built around you, like Jimmy G. Yeah. Yeah. Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond. And Case Keenum. Case Keenum, they have him. Um, and Blake now, Bortles. Now let's go on to Kwesi Adolfo Mensa. His story from going from a head head scout to general manager for the Vikings. I thought that was interesting. Like, I think they're focusing on like maybe finding better draft prospects. Maybe they'll look to draft the quarterback soon. Homegrown talent, maybe. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to our next segment: the Giants' future. All right, so now let's get to our Super Bowl picks. Jake, would you like to start off? Sure. For the uh, my Super Bowl picks, I have it being um, Bengals Rams, and I think I, I I think it's really interesting because I I do think that the Rams, you know, obviously, you know, they've had a really hard time facing the Forty ers but I really think that they 
will play well uh, as they have in recent weeks and make it to the Super Bowl. And then for the Bengals, everybody is so down on them. And obviously every right because of the Chief, how good the Chiefs are. But I, I really think that Joe Burrow is going to have a really good game. And um, yeah, so I think it's going to be Bengals Rams. I do think that the Rams would come out with the win. All right. So I'm going to say that's going to be Chiefs Niners. But the thing is, when you look at the Niners Rams game, it's the Rams are definitely the smarter pick. But J- but I trust Kyle Shanahan a lot more than I trust uh, Sean Payton. Sean Payton's conservative. He hasn't doesn't have the best playoff experience. Only problem is Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, same person. He said Sean Payton. <sighs> Why <Larry> said that? <laughs> right, we'll set that up. Yeah. But Sean, I'm not Sean Mc- out. <laughs> that's David. Sean McVay is isn't as good as the coach. I know he's been praised as one of the best ones in the league, but I truly don't believe that. So I'm gonna, but I say 49ers Chiefs and Chiefs take it home again. I'm gonna go um, Rams Chiefs. I I agree with you about the coaching, but who do you trust more, Stafford or Jimmy G? I trust Stafford. Jimmy G. And Jimmy G's a winner. But Stafford's not gonna. Jimmy G's just every, all the ladies think he's hot. Jimmy G's Jimmy got G. rings. Jimmy G's got rings. <laughs> but he was never the starting quarterback for any of them. Hey, it doesn't matter if Tom Brady gave you the ring. It's still but ring. Anyways, you could say the same thing about LaShawn McCoy. Exactly. LaShawn McCoy <laughs> is a winner. How many years has he had in the past five years? Doesn't he have like three? Yeah, it's so sad. Actually, good oh, for so him, but it's the Chiefs Bengals game. People, it's not going to be as bad as people think. It's going to be close. I think just Patrick Mahomes not going to let them lose that game. Yeah, you're right. Their experience is it's invaluable, and that's the Bengals are too young, in my opinion. I, I just have a weird feeling that's going to be that isn't going to be a close game. I think like it's going to start off. I close thought it was, and now Chiefs. I'm like thinking it's going to be close. I don't know. I think this. It's going to start off close, and the Chiefs are just going to keep pulling away. Well, it's actually going to be the opposite. The Bengals are the worst first quarter team, statistically. And also the worst second quarter defensive team, statistically. So, I don't know. Unless it'll change that, but it'll be interesting. Dale, what are your thoughts? Uh, I say 49ers, Chiefs. 49ers because, obviously, they've, they've basically owned the Rams recently. Um. They've won their last six matchups. Yeah. Um, I think the 49ers defense is very, very underrated. They just made the Super Bowl <laughs> a year, two years ago. I don't remember Matt Stafford making the Super Bowl or the playoffs that much anytime in his career. And on the other side in the AFC, I don't trust the Bengals defense. Maybe I trust them against the Raiders last, last week, but I don't trust them against – the, oh, not last week. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. My bad. My bad. Like I trust they still them. Trouble against the Raiders. Yeah, but it, they they were able to stop them. Somewhat. They can't. I don't think they could stop the Chiefs' offense because defense wins you championships. The Titans don't have an elite. Or the Bengals. I don't know what I'm talking. I'm sleepy. The <laughs> Bengals don't have an elite defense. So I think it's like middle of the pack. Like it's not bad, but it's like right in the middle. It's average, and that's not going to win you a Super Bowl. The Chiefs' defense is, I think, top 10, looking at 
most statistical categories or like top 11 last time I checked. But it's better it's better than the Bengals defense. So Bengals do have an underrated defense, but Chiefs offense is yeah. When they did play, the thing is, can the Chiefs stop Jamar Chase? Probably. I think it's just a fact that Daryl Sorrington shouldn't be in the NFL. Because to give Chase 11 catches for 266 yards and three touchdowns. That was like all those big one touchdown plays for Daryl Sorrington. I don't understand. I don't think that game is going to repeat like the same way, but I think the Chiefs will win. But it's going to be interesting if they're going to. I guess I think they'll win from their mistakes, but. Sorrington needs to just get cut. Who's and Sorry. also, we don't know who is, who is Sorrington. Tyron Matthew is going to play tomorrow. He's the Chiefs corner of the back that just leads stupid amount of touchdowns. Oh, Sorensen. Oh, him. Okay. We don't know. And Tyron Matthew is going to play now. That's good for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. How healthy will he be? Was he out last week? He has a concussion. Oh. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Because, um, what's the quarterback they played? Um, Josh Allen stepped on his head. <laughs> well, don't you just love when weekly. people step on your head? Let's get into our weekly hot take. I'll go first. Mm-hmm. I think Odell's going to have 100 yards tomorrow. Interesting. I don't know. I, I think, think they could stop him. Yeah, I mean, the 49ers, I mean, they have a good defense, but yeah, Odell, he's been really good the last couple of I think of they're going to, like, guard Cup too much. Yeah, I mean, and that's keys to Van Jefferson and Odell. Yeah, and that's the big threat that they have uh, on the offensive side is that they have, you know, if they want to put double coverage on Cooper Cup, where what are they going to do with OBJ? Like, yeah, that's huge. But a hundred yards is a lot. Yeah. So I mean, he almost hit it twice this year in the playoffs. He's coming off a seventy-yard week, and he's had a fifty-four. So, <laughs> and yeah, but th- those are some suspect secondaries that they burst. Yeah, the Buck secondary is depleted. It's OBJ. You never know. He's the most interesting person in the NFL. No, that's Antonio Brown. In the NFL. <laughs> in the NFL. Currently, currently has a job. Currently has a job. Okay. Um, okay. What's your guys' hot takes? I don't have one, so I'm going to think of one. All right, Reggie or Jake. All right. I know Adil and Nick are both going to disagree, but I said Lamar Jackson is quietly becoming the most underrated player in the NFL. According I'm going to disagree back. with that. I'm most underrated running back in the league, yes. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, I don't know. He's due for a massive extension this season. You, you just, you just don't, don't get running backs good. that kind of – you just don't get running back that kind of money. I don't think he's if he's that type of guy to demand that money. He's due for an extension, though. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna. Walk I really, back. I really don't think that Baltimore will have a problem with giving him that money. They should trade him. But the thing is, their backup quarterback was good. Trace McSorley is a beast. No, Tyler and Huntley is a beast too. Chris McSorley's not in the NFL. But... He's not? <laughs> he got cut in the this season. Oh. Yeah. oh, yeah. He was good last season. He was good last season. Never good. But Tyler Huntley. Yes, he was. 
Remember that one drive he had against the Browns or the, ty- or the Steelers? Same thing. Remember that one drive Daniel Jones had? Yeah, Daniel Jones is a stud. <laughs> Remember the one where he fumbled? Or not? He, well, he had a lot of those. All right. All right, now I'll say I'll say my hot take was I'm gonna say Joe Burrow throws for over 250 yards. I I I just I really think everybody's so down on the Bengals. I I just really think that they're gonna have a really good game. I don't think that's really a hot take considering he threw 300 yards with get yeah. while getting sacked. Nine yeah, but times. I mean, but I mean, the Chiefs' defense is very good. It's not really a hot take. It sort of is though. It sort of is because everybody's down on the uh, on the Bengals. I feel like everyone's up. It is. it is in a way. Yeah. People up. People overrate the Bengals. It's like Burrow's. Uh, he, he could definitely get two hundred fifty. Three hundred. I'm not sure about though. It's not a hot take, but it's not like a cold I take. I think it's an offensive game tomorrow. Okay, so um, my hot take is that tomorrow, whoever's running laps will not be running that many. The point differ- differential will not be more than seven. Wait, running laps for what? So basically for the past like couple weeks in the playoffs, um, I've been running laps for like – Because your teams always lose. Adil, who do you have tomorrow winning? I have the 49ers, and I have the Chiefs. So we'll be having a Rams versus Bengals Super Bowl. You heard it here. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so I'm, if my Super Bowl pick goes through, you buy more laps. Yeah. So <laughs> I basically run the the amount of laps like as point differential. So when my team lost, I ran thirty laps. Well, you should do that while getting pelted with snowballs. <laughs> Good idea. I probably wouldn't be able to run. I'd be stuck in the ground. Okay. We also have our game slash player of last week. Um, Josh Allen. I got Cooper uh, Cup. I would say Josh Allen, but he lost, so I'm gonna say Patrick. I'm gonna say Patrick Mahomes, but close second to that Bills wide receiver. I'm gonna go Gabriel Davis. Yeah, that dude. I mean, four touchdowns from Gabriel Davis, wide receiver four. And the game of the week, I think it's unanimous with the the Titans Bengals game. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> the game of the week: Titans Bengals. Really love when they kick. Uh, I was gonna, uh, I was gonna go uh, Packers, Niners. Pretty entertaining game. Yeah, Jimmy. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go Bills Chiefs. I was gonna go um Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. They were playing golf together. That was a good one. And also, you know, uh, and Bucks, Bucks, Rams. For Super Bowl pick, always... I have Tom Brady's Patriots for my Super Bowl pick. Think they're in it this year. <laughs> Yeah, oh, no. Wait, I'm always excited. I think I think Daniel Jones is giant, so they're gonna be they're gonna be really good this year. I agree. They, they're yeah. gonna be playing. They're gonna be playing Mac Jones and the Patriots tomorrow. Yeah, uh, uh, the Pro Bowl events are like actually fun to watch. Yeah, you know, like the dodgeball. They remove them though. No, the they dodge. had them last week or a couple days ago. Last week. No, not last week. Sorry. Pro Bowl. Like this no, this week. I mean, they have them upcoming after this week. No, but I just saw a Pro Bowl. I saw like a Pro Bowl video. Like a couple, like a like, uh, no, because like a, don't they? I believe they have the Pro Bowl in between the bye week of the Super Bowl and the yes, yeah, they do. Oh, was that for those are, are you watching? Those are always, like the NBA needs to get some of that. What, yeah, like some fun competition, yeah, that would be cool. 
Yeah, well, like they used the, to have uh, skills competition, but that's not skills competition. Isn't that fun to watch? No, it's no, like the skills, boring. The skills competition is the ones I like to watch, but they got me. They worse. ruined it. Yeah, they should do something like dodgeball. Oh, like how they do. Yeah, wide receiver ranking for our last topic of the week. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go cup. No order. Cup. Adams. Hopkins. Jefferson. Debo Chase. Did you say Hill or no? No. I'm not put Hill. I think he is. He's too flashy for me. Really? That's interesting. I got Adams, D Hop, Jay Jettis, Hill, uh, and then Debo. I'll put Debo over Cup. Yeah. All right, Adele, anyway. what do you got? Um, would you like to go first? Sure. <laughs> I have Devontae Adams, no order, Cooper Cup, uh, Debo Samuel, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, uh, Stephon Diggs, Tyreek Hill, and uh, and Mike Evans. I have, I have Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, um, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, and – um, who am I missing? Surprise! You said digs here. Yeah, I have both digs. <laughs> Wait, never mind. I, I'm mixing them up. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> back. All right, I think that's it for this episode. As you just heard from Nick. That will be all for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. As always, if you liked it, please share our podcast. And we'll see you in the next one.